Well, hello everybody for another week of Beer and Bullshit. You're joined uh, by myself, Corey McGee, and uh, we've got my co-host here, Mr. Jason Boisneau. How are you doing tonight, Jay? Hey, not too bad. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. We are among peers tonight. The uh, We're with Josh and Sean from the Rusted Robot Podcast. He's got the t-shirt on representing and everything. You must have known we had we had video. I did know. Right? I did. Yes, I sure yes. Did. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. So how are you guys doing tonight? We're fantastic. Not yeah? bad at all. Not bad at all. Awesome. Well, we're really happy to have you guys here on the podcast. See, I I think it took us a little while to kind of find each other, but I'm really glad to see that there are, in fact, other people like working in this medium here in town. It, it got me so excited when somebody said, yeah, you know what? I think there's another podcast going on. It's weird how you don't just automatically gravitate to each other, right? It, it's true. It takes it's a while. Tr- I felt all alone for quite a while. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about, before you know, we get into everything that we do here on Beer and Bullshit, uh, what we'd like to do is maybe get a bit of a background on you guys. How did you guys start the Rusted Robot podcast? And you know where where did you kind of get to where you are today? All right, I can do that. Well, uh, Rusted Robot launched January 1st, 2014 with my then wife, Bridget. Uh, I'd been listening to podcasts for a few years. I'm a mailman, so I didn't want to listen to music all the time, right? And I was, so I started listening to podcasts, and I'm like, you know what? Hey, I think I can do this. So I said to the wife, you want to do a podcast with me? And she's like, all right, I'll do that with you. And so we thought about it for a few months, came up with a name, and uh, January 1st, we launched our first show, and uh, it went for quite a while. Uh, her and I did uh, approximately 90 episodes together, and then uh, that ship sank. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. He's like, to put it lightly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There, there's some episodes there near the end where, uh, y- y- yeah, yeah. You, you can get the tension. There's a little Opie and Anthony going on. <laughs> a little bit of something going on. Ooh. So uh, episode 90 was our last one together. Okay. I took a break for about four months, and then I said to Josh, hey, you want to be a co-host on a podcast? And he's like, I'd love to be your co-host, Sean. And so he joined me, and uh, he's been coming along ever since. And yeah, still we kinda- strong. We kind of made it more of a instead of a one-on-one. We try to bring in other people to to lighten up because, like, if you're just talking to your co-host all the time, you're eventually going to strangle them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got, I, I, I know you. that feeling. I feel you. Yeah, I know <laughs> exactly that feeling. No, that's awesome. And you, so you guys have been doing this for a while now. And I mean, I think you, what was the last episode? Like 175, 165 episodes, 165. That's plus what it was. sorry, ten uh, midweek supplementals, <laughs> midweek supplementals, and everything. Mm, oh yeah, man. So like, what? I, I guess you know, you you were saying that you started listening to some podcasts just uh, from from doing your job, right? Mm-hmm. Like your mailman. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you're you're doing this, uh, listen to this while you're doing your job. I'm the same way. I drive a lot for work, mm-hmm. so I feel like that's how I got into podcasts. To you know, just uh, you, you don't you kind of get sick and tired of listening to music. Yeah, it's, you know? it's the same thing, and you can only randomize it so much, right? Yeah, exactly. And so I found that the best thing about podcasts was interesting conversations. Yes. And and I think that's what led. Uh, me to kind of send that text over to Jay to you know what we should do we should do a fucking podcast <laughs> like I feel like that would be you know the it it's just the new medium of things too right and it's so accessible to anybody oh, anybody can do it yeah it's cheap oh absolutely so it's why cheap. not why wouldn't you do it yeah and you've got complete liberty to talk about whatever you guys want right oh yeah so uh, with your podcast did you guys automatically fall into a certain niche as far as topics of discussion? Or? Well, it was kind of like your weekly de- uh, 
weekly dose of geeky goodness. Okay. So we would talk about uh, <laughs> like that casting news, right? Yeah, casting yeah. news, uh, TV uh, shows we watched, shows. movies, movie reviews. Yeah. yeah. So we had a, a, a general. Well, they had before I got there, but they had a, a general theme that they wanted to go for, and it's something that we were interested in. It's actually how I met him through my wife through the comic book shop. Oh, okay. Who's been on previously. Yes, they have been on previously. This is how we kind of got hooked up. And uh, like I was saying, it it just takes – for some reason, it took a while for us to kind of discover the other people in our community doing this stuff. There's a a few apparently. And there are a few other ones too. Oh, man. And you guys have met these people? I I have not. Uh, I know that there's a guy who does a sports cast and another guy who does something about the weather. I've never listened to it. I don't know anything about oh, it. Well, the weather. Uh, Tim and the weather. That sounds familiar. Podcast. That, that's what I've heard. Of. He works at Best Buy. Most of the time, it's too cold, and sometimes it's too oh. hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, pretty much. Well, there's a uh, there's John M's uh, music podcast. He does a podcast. Yeah, he, he has does a podcast. podcast. Yeah. So there's yeah. A, there's a little network here. Yeah, there See, was. We, no we need we need like a meeting group, or like a monthly meeting thing, or something. Absolutely, or a network. Yeah. We do need there a network. Go. Some kind of production there you go if someone has free time when they're gone to school maybe they can do that yeah maybe maybe they can organize all of this that sounds like a good idea jay i'm always trying to get the word out of the podcast it's hard it's hard to it get is. advertised absolutely yeah yeah no absolutely it's it's a tough thing to to promote and, and get more viewers i know that we've used like social media uh, i wouldn't say to its fullest extent but like we're not on well i'll do the odd instagram post on my own personal instagram mm-hmm. but like how have you guys found using those social media posts like it's, does it it's exhausting <laughs> it is because i have my personal uh, twitter account i have the rusted robot twitter account i've got other podcasts that i do that twitter account and then i'm on facebook on all the different podcast so, uh, advertisement groups but nobody cares you can and you're also on the NOE pod, uh, the Twitter the, account. The Northern Ontario Expo Twitter account and, and their Facebook page. So yes. I'm advertising constantly. It wears me right the hell out. <laughs> and, and nobody <laughs> listens anyway, so what does it matter? Uh, well, you know what? I, I always kind of... I, I, I kind of fluctuate between these these two ends where I sometimes I'm like, why am I doing this? You know, like there there's nobody no listening. listening. Like who cares? We're just talking. And then every once in a while you get like a little comment or something yeah. like somebody, hey, you know what? When, when's your next beer and bullshit episode? And uh, yeah, uh, I've been looking forward to it. And the next day you just kind of feel a little yeah. bit of inspiration. Like, oh, you know what? Uh, it, it makes sense to keep doing this. It, right? it does. And we get the occasional email. We get a pretty steady email. So now, now, oh, yeah. We do now. For from, the, from Sparky and Guns. Sparky and Guns, yeah. Sure. Oh, we, yes. We were, to, we were told about these guys. So oh, they're, got, they're awesome. We got a couple of regular listeners. But before them, it was, it was very sporadic and it random. It was very sporadic, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it's... It, but you guys have found, I guess, a dedicated listenership. Yes. Right. Yeah, we've, we've got a core group. Probably a good 75 to 85 people who download it every week. And sometimes it's... Just the 85, and uh, one episode we did is over 500 listens there from about Oh, man. Ago. So it's nice. it's random all over the place. Yeah, yeah. It just kind of goes up and down. Does it, Do you find that it depends on who's on the podcast with you guys or like? I think it does slightly because it's not advertised in the description when you download it who's on it. So mm-hmm. okay. that, that wouldn't tell you. But when we have Katie on, it seems to do better. <laughs> the ladies will do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And – a lot of the time it depends on on the subject matter we're talking about. Like the biggest one we have is is our um, Planet of the Apes review. Okay. Which right around when the movie came out, so it was still fresh, still hot, and uh, it, we got a lot of listens on that. 
And I have problems with that movie. He hates, he hates the Planet of the Apes movies, and I love them. I did research. They're terrible. Okay. Well, <laughs> is it because of their like, historical inaccuracy? Or <laughs> Population inaccuracies. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So what, what, I, I need to kind of mine this vein here a little bit. Like, What, what are your, uh, your issues with the Planet well, of I got the Apes? Well, I got the, things, the exact numbers on my phones, but uh, <laughs> if we take all the apes that aren't in Africa... Let's just take all the, the Inzus and say they're in North America. Okay. You have less than 40,000. Assuming to get a population large enough to be a credible threat, even to one-tenth the human population as it is now, it would take 15 generations? Because uh. they have a slow generation time, low birth rates... What about the mass so extinction of, of people from the like the same e- the even uh, because we the, what, what was the virus called like the Samian virus whatever the hell it was the Simian virus, Simian virus. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's, do something. Yeah, let's ignore the fact that we are also apes yeah. so it should also make us smarter hey everybody everybody ignores that it's like oh the apes are smarter yeah we're apes too yeah. you know we're the naked ape. <laughs> Let's ignore that. Uh, yeah. There's not enough apes to be a credible threat. Western lowland gorillas, there are 24 in zoos worldwide. Oh, so are, okay. So what I'm getting at is that this movie was not done well enough oh, to, no, it was for a, you to suspend your He disbelief. hasn't seen it. He hasn't oh, seen it. <laughs> Ah, come on. So you may not be aware of the entire. Oh, no, I, there might I'm, be some plot bridge. Yeah, somewhere. they might. They might mention. Oh, this is why. No, they don't. <laughs> but the thing is, with with Josh and I, we always have differing opinions. He's all about the scientific accuracy, and I just love a good story. There you go. Well, so, cool. and it is a good story. Like apes. Yeah. yeah. War for the Planet of the Apes was the best movie of the year. Really? In my opinion. Okay, I've got to see it. This <laughs> is just like I don't if I've seen Stewing. which one is the the one that just came out. Just came out. So yeah, that was a very good movie. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. That's the most recent one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I saw I I think the the last one I saw was Dawn, which was the one right before. Yeah, yeah like right? they're fighting not... on the bridge there like they're, yeah, they're, yeah, 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 exactly. Okay, so I got to see War. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, War was actually that you're right. That was actually a very good movie. See, the next like... one should be fantastic too. If they have any more, yeah. They're supposed to, aren't they? Uh, it's up in the air. Something here. Okay. See, I like how they've rebooted that whole that whole series, but I and I like how they haven't really just rehashed everything that was yeah. done before. It's it's a complete just you know it's reimagination, right? Yeah, 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 yeah mm-hmm. exactly a reset. So no, well, I'm, I'm I'm glad to hear that there's some balance and some debate on your on your <laughs> podcast. Well, yeah, because before in in the classic Rusted Robot, when it was with the wife, we agreed on everything. <laughs> Friendliest podcast ever, and now we have some lively debates. <laughs> oh, that's good. See, we thought when we started this podcast, we thought we were going to have some lively, lively debates more on like politics and, and things because like we that. are essentially a little bit opposite when it comes politically minded. We thought we were, we thought we were, but it seems like everything, like, well, then that makes sense. No, you're right. All right, done. You're right. Okay. Yeah, the okay. next topic. <laughs> that's the problem with people in the middle of the political spectrum. If you talk to each other, you can yeah. kind of come to yeah, an, an understanding. Yeah. It's only the extremes that are screaming, raving. I think that's what we need. We need some kind of some political extremist. Yeah. You know, you, you need to start wearing <laughs> a black of, bandana around your face. We need some survivalists to, to show up. A tie. <laughs> a couple of survivalists. Yeah. Oh uh, no. Well, again, thanks a lot for coming on. We're really happy to to have you guys here. Happy to to chat with you guys. Uh, I mean, it's not every day that we get to to kind of do this. And well, obviously, it's not every day. It's it's kind of every week yes. that we do this. Kind of stuff. Uh, do you find it hard to to do this like on a regular basis? That's what I, I find hardest. Uh, at, at first, I did. Like, what are we going to talk about this week? 
we and and it's like a part time job where you're thinking about the the, yeah. the whole week. Like, mm-hmm. what are we going to talk about? Like, uh, I did um, another podcast with a British guy I know, and we did it every two weeks, the Sci Fi Waffle Podcast, <laughs> and, and it got so bad that because uh, I talk about everything on the Rusted Robot, that there was nothing left to talk about on this one, uh. and, and so whole episodes would be dedicated to celebrity birthdays for the month. <laughs> the, the entire thing. Mm, yeah, there was two or three episodes like that. So you would just go through. Yeah, the, this person oh. was born on on January first, whatever year, and we know them from this, and they were geeky because they were in this movie or this, that, and the other thing, right? And I think I think that uh, that podcast lasted what forty episodes in a row. You Some, still got forty episodes out of that. <laughs> we still did, yeah, and we did it every two weeks. Wow, that's that's impressive. And that was with Paul Wright. Now he does uh, our intermittent U- correspondent, UK correspondent. He'll send a, a five minute clip. And, oh, oh, nice, yeah. nice. See, that's one thing from uh, listening to, and, and I'm still very new to your podcast, but uh, from what I listened to, there was uh, I like that you guys have the like inputting little sound sound effects, yeah, to <laughs> which we yeah. thought about doing, but we just never have gotten uh, to. Oh, yeah. See, it's... The thing with that is, I don't edit. Okay. I don't look at it after it's done until it comes into my podcast. You do nothing but talk. That's <laughs> right. And, and the talent. It's and good job. He makes sure that it's not the Lonely Sean episodes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> D- don't. If you find one of the Lonely Sean episodes, d- don't listen. Is this you? <laughs> this is me. Okay. I'm the, yeah, because between him starting and the whole breakup, I, I did a few episodes because I didn't want a week to go by where there was no podcast, yeah, right? Yeah. So I, I did a couple by myself. <laughs> And not so much fun. <laughs> a lot of introspection. But you talk about like the um, you listen to the guys who are the like the the big podcasters, right? Mm-hmm. Like the the Corollas, the Rogans, and that. And uh, the what seems to be the 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 biggest thing is to hit them with content, right? Yeah. Always, mm-hmm. always be producing more podcasts. That's and making right. sure that it's coming out regularly, and that's how you build like a dedicated audience. And uh, I mean, it's. It, it's hard to do that, like if, when I it's guess not your full time job. Yeah, that's the thing. I think like if you make it your full time job, it's it's. I like, would love. How do you do that? Oh, I yeah. would love to make it my. Yeah, full-time if you could monetize job. it, it'd be yeah. Like you must have heard of what uh, WTF with Mark Maron. Yes, yeah. that's my favorite. That's the one oh, I listen that's to. One. That's what I've uh, based my new podcast on. Okay, uh, the Soul okay. Forge podcast. Okay, and it's just me talking about uh, spiritual progress. Nothing religious. Just yeah, yeah. like how yeah. to be a better person and okay. stories of my life and. What's happened to me? And hey, I've gone through this, so maybe you have too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so you called it what? It's the the Soul Forge podcast. Nice, because we're putting our souls on the forge and hammering it and making it something better. Nice. Okay, so I, it just started uh, July thirty first. Okay, and you've put out uh, 12, twelve episodes. Twelve episodes as of, as of this afternoon. Wow. Okay. okay. Nice. And so how long are your episodes? Uh, those ones, uh, anywhere from 15 minutes to 25. Oh, okay. The Rusted Robot is generally an, an hour, give or take. Okay. And do you find, like, the, the format of having, like, a long-form discussion being easier to get through, or...? We kind of do segments. Not really, because, like, like, we don't really break it down into segments, but we kind of do segments. It flows. Yeah. So it's not less of a discussion. It's more like, here's what we saw on this, and here's mm. what we saw on this, and here's about the movies. And if your wife is on it, it definitely goes longer because <laughs> yep. she can talk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Katie can talk. And we always make sure every single episode that we talk about the store. Yeah. We always, we always mention the store. It's become a, a running a, gag. A gag at this point. <laughs> Like we always have to it's mention good, that the store is called Jump City and it's at two two nine Pine Street South, Tim's Ontario, Canada, Earth. Oh, that, that so, sounds you know. like you've rehearsed that many times. I said, Once I like the Earth part. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, 
sci-fi, so we have to take an account. Yeah, Aliens yeah. might come by. Sector 001, right? Uh, hey, I like that. Yep. That's good. <laughs> yeah, in that line. Or, the, or you can say the Milky Way galaxy, yep. local galactic cluster, the universe, multiverse. Alpha quadrant. All right, you guys are losing me here. It's oh, in the Alpha Quadrant, right? Of course yeah, it is. Yeah, it's Alpha Quadrant. <laughs> course, the main that's Alpha what Quadrant makes, That's what makes power. it the Alpha Quadrant. Yeah, exactly, because there's a one, then you work out from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it makes sense. All right. Can I take it from here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take it away. Uh, well, yeah, no, uh, no I, I listened to the last one as well. I was uh, After I listened to it, I was like, oh, I should go listen to more now. Didn't get to, but I will, for sure. Uh, we try to make it fun. Yeah. No, oh, it's great. And I actually, I do like how I can actually pull up. Uh, you can pull up the uh, the podcast and say, you know, if you, if you want to know what they're talking about, you guys do have a bit of all the topics brought up on that one. Old list is kind of nice. Uh, and the last one, uh, you guys were talking about uh, the new uh, Star Trek Discovery, which we're very excited for. Excited for? He, him, yeah. not so much. No. Uh, I'm what worried. are the scientific issues with this? It's with less. Star Trek? It's, it's less scientific in this one, and it's more Canon? culturally accept, accepted. The Klingons have been portrayed one way for a long time. They've changed the look of the race of the Klingons. Yeah, multiple times, and they did it again for this one. Well, right? not really. They, they did uh, from basic human yeah. with like little drawn-on lines to head ridges. And the head ridges have stayed. They've been slightly altered, mm-hmm. but the overall look has stayed the same through all the, 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 the movies, all the way through Next Gen, all the way through, all right, right to the end of, of uh, Enterprise. Enterprise. Yeah. But then they brought in the augment crap in Enterprise. Well, that, that's to explain yeah. away why they yeah. only had the little drawn-on lines. They didn't have it lines. back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but now they look way different. Well, they changed them in the JJ-verse. A little bit. Yeah, I... But this is pre-JJ-verse, though, because yeah. the, Kel- the yeah. Kelvin incident didn't happen yet. Exactly. See, I'm really taking out my Star Trek knowledge I, I like here. this. This yes. is good. Oh, I, me and Star Trek, we were like this. So, they're very different. Mm-hmm. Now, some people's argument is like, well, they're just a different group of Klingons. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you think the Klingons are culturally accepting enough? No, they're going to kill each other off. They're, they're not what I would call a, a progressive people. But, but <laughs> they are it, it, more hillbillies with really big knives. But, like, do, do we take into account just the... When it comes to any of these stuff, like, this could be for any of these movies, right, or series or that, but do we take into account uh, the updated and current... Yeah, there you go. Current and like uh, you know, better makeup work and and better CGI, better effects. Like, do we take that into account every time I, I a new th- one comes out? Because like even like, and I was thinking about the ship, and I asked you guys about what you think about the the new uh, Discovery. Uh, I guess it's called the USS Discovery. I'm yeah. assuming. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, they're going as uh, it was an old design kind of, a, and you actually see in some of the other episodes, it's old like ship design. It looks old. I kind of like the idea that they're actually using something that was shown before somewhat and going with that. Uh, but you know, it doesn't. I'm kind of not crazy about it because it doesn't really look cool. Like if you're a new non-Star Trek fan or a, a, like non-Star Trek fan and you're, you you want to go watch this thing, it doesn't look that cool. Or if you looked at Enterprise, which the ship was you know based on the Akira class, no my shit um, <laughs> on Akira class uh, on Akira class, you know, know and, other way around though, because no, but I know, but but that ship looks super cool, super yes. awesome, which it shouldn't because it's like it should look older and more of a workhorse compared to you know the original uh, the Enterprise A or. You know the the, the first one, mm-hmm. uh, but I but I find that's it, it's it works two ways. It's cool. It's like I like it as I like this new ship discovery as a Star Trek fan and liking canon and all that stuff. But 
thinking about as a marketing way, that's hard to bring people in when you have something that looks clunky. People are like, what is this? This looks like something from the 70s, like some TV show from the 70s. Why are we going with this type of design? It doesn't look cool. It might look good once you know you actually see it in production or whatever, but no. do you know I'm not going to. What do you guys think? Do you know where they got the design from? I did know. I can't remember that. Star Trek Phase 2. That was supposed to be the next ship, which was going to be late 70s, early 80s. So that's why it's got a very 70s aesthetic mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. Is, so is this what we're talking about here? Uh, on the the far right, yeah. Far right, there yeah. we go. That's the one. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, I, I see what you're saying, Jay. Yeah, it doesn't look new and cool. And actually, if you go back to the large shot, which this is great for them, we can, we're pointing off screen. Down <laughs> yeah, one, good pod. Down <laughs> one, down yeah. one where your cursor is. That down one is a near replica. I think that might even be from the phase two imagery. It's so close to what they had in the phase two imagery. Oh yeah, down one, down one more. Sorry. Go down, down one more. more. This that guy one. right yeah. there. Okay, That's okay. The I see yeah. what you're saying. But if you click off to the to the right of that, okay, open that one up. Here. Yeah, you can see no one can see it. So that's all of them. Uh, yeah, or that's a few. No, actually, that's a few different ones. It's not all of them. Actually, yeah, a couple different there's ideas. Voyager and Defiant in yeah, there and, a bunch of and there's a Steam Runner for some reason. Yeah. And the Nova class and whatever else. <laughs> but they had to update the technology. Yeah, for for a 2017 audience. Yeah, they can't make it look like it's from 1966, or people what? aren't going to watch it. But see, you guys were and, and and people aren't going to watch it. You know uh, what you guys were talking about uh, on your on your last podcast about how uh, I guess uh, there was a guest. I guess you guys were doing it with who was uh, who oh, just recently we, started watching uh, yeah. the original Star Trek series. We have a, a cabal. A group of people we pull <laughs> in, Rota- rotate, rotating guests, term. rotating guests. Yeah. yeah, and he was saying that he started watching the original series, and there it, th- uh, that he took issue. Nagging. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and and he took much issue with the the costumes, right? Like the fact that it was clearly, you know, humans inside co- inside masks. Yeah, see right. the the eyes through it and everything. So you got to kind of wonder when there's going to be today's young audience looking at these movies or, mm-hmm. or stuff from the, the late 90s or, or whatever, right? Like, what are what are they going to be thinking? It's not what our expectations are, or your expectations, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, You're going to start watching. We're going to get you in on it. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, it's going to be one of these situations. <laughs> um, but it's what today's uh, young viewer. That's right. They is, don't make it expected. for the fans, the no. legacy fans of 50 mm-hmm. years. They do it for who's watching now. Exactly. And they know that us old fans will watch it anyway yeah, exactly. because it's Star Trek yeah. and it's been uh, not on TV for 12 years. And I, want to see, I don't care what the friggin' ship looks like. I just want to see a good story. You want to yeah. see the exactly. movie, right? You can change the Klingons and make any kind of explanation you want and it might be stupid, but as long as the story's uh, good. Here, and herein lies the problem is Star Trek fans will rage and rage oh, with the fury yes. of a oh, thousand yeah. stars. Lots of raging. And they'll turn in, tune in every episode. <laughs> That's right. Episode. Mm-hmm. But is that not part of the fun? It is. Some people, some people watch the show. To hate it. I, I have a friend who has, he's much older than me. He's been watching the show since the 60s. Okay. Okay. He loves the original series and he hates every other show. They're all garbage. They're all stupid. Nobody knows what the hell they're talking about. That's a terrible engineer. That's a stupid captain. That's a stupid security <laughs> guard. He's seen every episode multiple times. Well, how else would he know? That's oh, right. yeah. He, he's got to rate. And if it's, if it's on, he'll sit down to watch it. Like, oh, i got to go home. Star Trek's coming on. And I sit down. And he'll call me up sometimes and just yell. He's like, <laughs> freaking Riker. Da-da-da. I'm like, okay, j- j- relax. <laughs> also, it's a good episode. You gotta, you gotta look past it. Like what Jay keeps telling me about about Star Trek, and I, I've never been a Star Trek guy, but 
what he keeps telling me about it is that you have to watch it not with the expectation that there's this entire like kind of cult following behind it mm-hmm. just for the stories that's themselves. what it's, it's about the story yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter what the setting is it doesn't matter if they're <laughs> bumpy headed aliens that couldn't exist mm-hmm. it, Look at the story. And that stuff never bothers me. Like, I mean, like, I, I can watch uh, fantasy, sci-fi, anything, and, and I love it. It's just I, I think some people kind of uh, see the Trekkie culture that, that, that comes with it, and they go, like, I want no part of yeah. that. Yeah, big right. friggin' geek. But, there, but, there's a, but there's a reason behind why there is that giant following. And you got, like, amongst the, the, the Trekkie fans that were deep-seated fans, you have Martin Luther King. He was a deep fan because of the way they portrayed Uhura. She's an officer of the line on the bridge making decisions. And at the time, I'm sure at the time oh, yeah. that was the, it, a she, huge thing, Michelle right? Michelle Nichols was thinking of quitting, and he went to her mm-hmm. personally and yeah. said, mm-hmm. please don't quit. We need you there. This show is important. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, and I think like for for maybe uh, people that that either aren't aware of that or people that that didn't necessarily grow up with that, they might not understand the cultural importance of it. It's like anything else, right? Like a, you, you talk about um, like the civil rights movement to us. I mean, we we grew up in the '90s, right? And it's just like that. That's a history textbook. No, yeah. right. It, 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 we never names we recognize, but it. yeah, exactly. And and I think that it, to to kind of put yourself in that setting and to see that, yeah, you know what, that would be an important thing to for uh, young people of color to see on TV at the time, right? Oh, totally. Uh, that it, it 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 would be huge. So you, you hear about it all the time. Well, in in our geek circles, we do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no, but I, I mean, it's it, it's important to be talking about, um, and and talking about like the 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 hugeness of the show. But what you're saying, and I find this is kind of like the the interesting part about Star Trek specifically. I think Star Wars has had a bit of a resurgence with like they've oh, yeah. they've, they've been able to to kind of get past just all the 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 craziness that comes along with it because of the 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 new stuff. That's it's new stuff, them. but a lot. The one thing is like. You can't compare Star Wars to Star Trek. I, I love Star Wars. You know, mm-hmm. like, series, like any movie. Person. But series yeah, versus movie. movie versus series. But you know, they're, you they're have different you know, stories. Yeah, episodic, episodic uh, you know, uh, f- a formula where you only have so much money per episode. You have to have bottle episodes because guess what? This week, guys, we only have 30 grand to make this episode. <laughs> you're doing it in one room, and this is what's going to be this episode. Or you're stuck on an elevator. You don't have that in Star Wars where, oh, you have a blank check. Make this movie. And we're going to promote the crap out of it, and it's going to be it's going to be fantastic. It's going yeah. to have the, and it's going to have the best CGI team in the world working on it. Whereas Star Trek series, it's a little more difficult. The movies, uh, you know, don't have that push. They've still been pretty big. You know, the last few ones with DJ Abrams have been Watch have the been evens, much bigger. Ignore the odds. Pardon? What's that? Sorry. Watch the evens. Ignore the odds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Of, really? of films That's themselves, the numbers of films. One is terrible. One is the worst piece but of like, Star Trek but media. Like, I, I think so too. I hate it, but my old man loves it. It is terrible. Two is the best Star Trek, period. That's Wrath of Khan. They redid yeah. it with uh, Star- Cumberbatch. Star Trek 12. Uh, yeah. Into, Into Darkness. darkness. Yeah. They, they redid the best one. Like Why, why do you go back? To yeah. Do- yeah, why do you go back to two? That's Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Yeah. Threes? Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's yeah. a bridge episode. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then four is the one with the whales. That's when everybody's seen. Everybody knows it. And then five. But, but is, four is not a really a 
good movie. Ford. It was it was the most Hollywood of them. No? It's, it was it's fun though. Yeah, it it's is the, fun. It's it a is fun a family fun movie. One. It's okay. a good one. Everybody knows it. If you go, yeah. Star Trek Four. Is that the one with the whales? Yeah, yeah that's the one with the whales. <laughs> yeah. Five is terrible because what does God need with a starship? What does God need with a starship? Best quote in Star Trek history. Yeah. I've Worst just, movie. I've, just one question. <laughs> what does God need with a starship? And, and the then, rest of the movie is crap. Yeah. <laughs> but you, think, you know what I don't like about that one? And it's going to be another totally nerd thing. Is that they're going to the center of, of the galaxy. Uh, so essentially, you got zero, 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 zero. Uh, the, the middle. They get there within three days. Yeah. Uh, but then we watch another series called Star Trek Voyager. It takes over seventy five years to get from one end of a quadrant to the other to get into the the like into home home quadrant. Which how does like removing that? You have to ignore it. I guess so. Ignore it. It doesn't make any sense that that distance doesn't make sense. Because like you're assuming like at one point there they must be at least you know a section of that quadrant away from the center. But then if you just like kind of inverse that on the other side, they should be able to get from you one spot to the other. You tend to think that like just the like, sorry, I didn't cut you off. At what, well, you, you tend to think that like what uh, is imposed by fictional stories is that yeah. you have to kind of work out the math. Suspend your yeah, you do have to do it. But, but you, you should work out the math. Things logically, the, right? The biggest problem is between series and movies. Yeah, movies will take big leaps. Like, damn, what came before? We got our own ideas, and yeah. we're just going to be epic. Mm. And generally, those are the even uh, odd number movies, and they're terrible. It's the guys that go, no, no, we got to go back to the series and look what was good in the series, right. and then they make good movies. So that's where we get Wrath of Khan, because it is a sequel to another episode from the original series, which is titled Space Seed. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but impressive. You're... This is, I, I'm legitimately <laughs> impressed here. But I, just, I want you to go back on the list. So, six you liked. Six is good. Six is good. That's the Kinema Records uh, one there, yeah, yeah. Uh, Undiscovered yeah. Country. Undiscovered Country. Uh, so, you don't like Generations? It's pretty crappy. Yeah. It has its moments. It has the, the most boring intro when you see the Chateau oh, no, Picard. That's, that's my favorite. Well, it's awesome, but I it takes it. a long time. It's way too freaking I think long. as I'm getting older, I think I'm liking it more. Yes. As a kid, I didn't know what's crazy yes. about There you go. Pulled out the whole list. Uh, then after that, you have uh, First Contact, oh, which, yes, my fantastic. Probably, my probably the best one. I was I say it's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Then Insurrection. As I'm getting older, I like it more. I, I never didn't like it. Yeah, I'm starting to like it more. I've, more. I've never liked it. <laughs> then you have uh, Nemesis. See that that uh, one that that's the exception to the rule, worth, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Nemesis is where it starts to break down because then right afterwards we get the the JJ verse. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and uh, just Star Trek in 2009, which was a great movie. Yeah. It was. It, it was a good great. movie. A good action movie. Yes. Great action movie. A great Star Trek movie? Maybe not. Yeah. yeah. But good but action movie. It's a it's a good action sci-fi film. Take Star Trek off yeah. the title, change the uniforms, and I'd be like, that's a good movie. Into, did you like Into the Darkness? Or Into Darkness, sorry? It's, it's Wrath of Khan. I, you know, I did not like it mainly because it was, like you said, they re- remade the other one. It was just a rehash. And the idea I didn't like about it being such a rehash is that they literally used exact quotes mm-hmm. from the other ones. Like, uh, come on, let's not do that. We don't have to completely go back and do that. Like, change it, it, it could be a remake without yeah. being a rehash. Exactly. Right? Like if if you're using exact quotes, that yeah, I that's found there, rough. Was, there was zero creativity with it. That's the problem I oh, hate. No, no. As as we'll, a film, we'll, sh- we'll flip this position. Spock will be in the tube outside mm-hmm. the tube instead of yeah. Kirk. That's what make we're unique. No, and they say not. the same you're thing. Naked. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was ridiculous. I hate. I like the movie itself. I hate it as a Star Trek movie. Yeah, it's it's a terrible Star Trek movie. I keep falling asleep during it. There you go. That's that's uh, the and, sign. And we talk about going to the movie theater and watching a movie. And we, I, when I go, I love it. And, and then we'll talk about it critically after. And okay, it wasn't so good. 
Because we have the, what do we call it? The after movie high. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> when you go to the theater, you're going to like the movie about, on a scale of 10, one to one and a half points more than you normally would mm-hmm. after watching it at home. Because you went to the theater and the experience, the screen, the excitement. loud yeah. sounds. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, we're, we're here to see it. We're here yeah, to see yeah, it. Yeah. Even if it's crap, you're going to give it one, one and a half points. One, because of the excitement, and two, kind of to justify why you spent so much money on going to see this. That's a good point. Yeah. And, and especially so, the cost of movies today. That's how we justify mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Have to, talk, have to go to this, this movie, have to let our listeners know what we thought of it. It's a podcast expense. It's okay. <laughs> there you go. And then, <laughs> Tax exempt? I wish. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think I get that. I, I got that feeling from Batman Superman. Yeah. Yeah. You go there, you, you're excited there, and then you walked away, you're like, wait a second, that was Yeah, good. it took me a little <laughs> while. A couple hours later, you're sitting at Timmy's, and you're like, no, 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 that Did we go watch that, that together? And did we? For some reason, I, I feel we like did. we did. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. That, that Iron Chin ba- Batman there, I had, ah, whatever. I had an issue. Still a job. issue with that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I had a lot of issues out that came up after that that I just, I don't know. I ex- I expressed in the last podcast that we did. <laughs> yeah, there, there there are some serious problems with that. Mainly that Superman grabs a spear when there's an Amazon warrior standing beside him <laughs> who's yeah. trained to throw a spear. <laughs> also, she. But though I gotta say one thing: like she was in the film for like all of a total of a minute, minute and a half. Best part. She does all the work in the fight. She literally is the only reason why they won the fight. And then you have. Yeah, Batman it, in a corner just kind of like sitting there waiting like wow this is a good fight hashtag yeah. feminism and, yeah. and she's super hot yeah uh, yeah. yeah ah she's kind of garbage looking she could be better <laughs> Jesus Christ yeah that's why we tell the wife ah she's not that good looking don't worry about it don't worry about Wonder Woman she's nothing but yeah so like yeah, there's some problems sorry that. derailed our conversation about <laughs> no, Star Trek here oh, but it's any Can movie though to... you're right there's always a nope He's asking for something. Well, while we're taking a break, uh, I can introduce what we're drinking. Yeah. So today we are drinking. Uh, Thank you. Saint Pécresse Walker. Uh, so it's from uh, Bay Como, Quebec, the uh, birthplace of the Right Honorable Brian Mulroney. Cons- Canadian conservative mecca. Yes. The me- Literally, people go pilgrimage back to Bay Como. Sing to Nickelback songs. Sing Nickelback It is uh, a, we're having a brown ale. It's the Walker beer. Uh, beer, rate my beer and beer. I don't have a scoring for it yet, but there are some people scoring it. All right. Uh, I'm actually kind of, I'm not a huge brown ale guy, but I'm actually not enjoying, uh, not the, not minding this. I'm actually enjoying it. Not too bad. It's, uh, it's decent. It's smooth. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, uh, you know what? I'm driving. I better not. But I don't drink beer ever. And this is good. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so too. Yeah. I'm I'm not a big beer drinker and it was fairly smooth. I didn't find any uh, any of the normal aftertaste that I don't Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's actually very, very easy. Uh, I guess I should read the description. I had to Google translate it. Uh, (laughs) With a 4.7% alcohol. uh, Well, I could read it, but I don't want to sound like an idiot. Uh, This brown ale with coppery glints, I think it's supposed to be hints, uh, develops notes of caramel and toasted hazelnuts. It's named after deepest lake in Quebec, located located in the glacial valley of the Pont Cartier Saint-Ile. I thought it was Lac Témiscamingue. (laughs) Is it deepest lake? Uh, which uh, uh, itself takes uh, its name from Admiral 
Hovindell Walker. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm not uh, not minus as, at all. It's actually pretty tasty. It's no Kraken, but it's decent. <laughs> it's no Kraken. Yeah, you're right about that. It is no Kraken. But this stuff, uh, I mean, we, we tend to only drink beer on this podcast unless we have punk bands that just like to get shit-faced in my basement. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, but this beer here, if I had to give it a rating out of 10, I'd probably... We're pretty generous around we are here. Generous. So I think um, actually we're we're getting harder, but we're having some decent beers, and it's hard to like when we give. Now we're like, you know what? It's a really good beer. I'm going to give it a seven or an eight. The problem is we've given some like bad beers early on a seven or eight, mm, and they now so, I probably so give them you a have five a or six. Scale issue. Yeah. Oh, oh, there's a wild beast <laughs> coming in here. Okay, I wonder what this is going to be for the drinking game. Yeah, <laughs> we actually have people who who watch our podcast that they they have a drinking game. That that goes on like, uh, and part of it is that if you see my cat roaming around in the background, which apparently our cat makes an appearance every podcast, oh. uh, they have to finish their drink. So yeah, yeah, I like it. Some, I wonder what it is when a uh, retriever runs by. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that one's going to be. But drink your case of beer. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you have a name for your rating scale? A rating no, scale? Actually, no, I, I don't. Most of you guys have like a, a, a rivet scale. Rivet scale, yeah. Yeah, because in the early days of the um, podcast, this was our logo, this robot here. And, and we asked our listeners for a uh, a name for him. And he became, what was it? Rivet Oxide the Third, I think it was. <laughs> nice. And, and so now when we rate a movie, we give it so many rivets out of 10. Nice. So. Well, I, I don't think we have that, but. We can do we, suds? I'm not sure what the yeah, hell we can I, do. Uh, how what, many, what's how many hops? Or how many hops? Ah. That could be one. Nah, because then it may lead people to believe that, oh, it's a seven hops. It's got to be very hoppy. Uh, yeah. As opposed to ah, a good beer. Yes, how many vats yes. of yeast do you give it? <laughs> <laughs> this one here, I would probably give it like a six. It's not, and it's Chocolate? only because right now I feel like I've been very generous. Here. I don't rate this objectively. <laughs> it's really just about my subjective experience of yeah. drinking the beer. Well, according to Josh, I don't rate anything objectively. <laughs> well, he's made a case for that earlier. Yes. <laughs> Sean rates high. Let's, let's leave it at that. Sean. So we're talking about like movies? Yeah. He rates high? Yeah. Movies. and Anything we're reviewing and we give the rating to, Sean rates high. So what are like other things that you guys review? You'll review shows? Like we just movies. reviewed Defenders. Yeah, we watched okay. Defenders. Um, How was that? I've yet to go to it. I gave it a nine. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'll, I'll love it. If, if it's uh, anything like Daredevil was, uh, I, I was, I'd really like Daredevil. And I'm hoping it's, it's like Daredevil. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, Jessica Jones. It's like, like all four of them? No, it's, no, there's actually less of that dynamic that we had with okay. Luke Cage. Okay. But he's a bigger player in it than he was in his own show. Yeah. Oh, Weird. And well, Luke Cage focused a lot on the bad guys, which to make a good story, you need a good bad guy. Yeah. And good his point. first set of bad guys were good bad guys. Diamondback was not that good of a bad guy. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, unfortunately, it also focuses a lot on uh, Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Iron Fist. See, that's where we differ. You loved Jessica Jones, and I couldn't stand her. And I loved Iron Fist, and you hated it. Mm. So it's it's, but I mean, like it's different strokes for different it folks, is. right? It, it is. is, and mm-hmm. I don't, 
I don't mind that he likes the show. He has the right to be wrong. <laughs> he says that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a running theme throughout. That's kind of a, a little bit of us here dynamic going yes, on. Yes, I like this. Anytime man. we argue and like he'll somewhat give in to my point, I'm like thank you for uh, agreeing with me. We are done. Thank you. Let's Bye. Move on. Let's move on to the next subject matter. <laughs> I think we're the same. There you go. Yeah. So, but yeah, the show is really good, and it should wrap up the hand storyline for now. Because mm-hmm. we really need to step away from the hand. Yeah. Because it's just getting becoming too encompassing. Because at this point, like, I, I really expect Thor to come down, like, this is a major threat. We need to take this out. Because <laughs> the hand's getting really powerful. Right. And, like, well, all right. We're done with that storyline for now? Yeah, let's, let's kind of move away from that. New stories. Yeah. New stories, guys. See, I always have a hard time with all these all different Marvel stuff, or just comic books in, in general. Because, like, uh, you know, something big happens, and I know, I, let's walk away the fact, you know, of, of the current movie and issues with the MCU and, you know, and Sony and Fox and everything else with the Marvel stuff and then, you know, whatever else. I always had a hard time, like, it, let's say this, if that was a real thing, a real place, when, you know, the aliens show up in, in uh, New York in uh, Avengers, when the X-Men just showed up, like, wait a second, we're not going to sit out on this one. Uh-huh. We got to go help these guys out. This is a major threat that's going to destroy the world. They're always just like... Now they got it. We're going to go to our cottage for today. De- depending on the comic, you will get some, if it's like a, a mass invasion, mm-hmm. you will even get panels with backgrounds with characters doing stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Showing that, yeah, They're stuff, helping out. stuff's happening. Yeah. Where's, crap is going yeah. on at the mansion. London's getting attacked. They have people helping out London and whatever All else. these guys, all the famous heroes, you, you'll see at least like a little, look, stuff's happening in the background, mm-hmm. but we're focusing on these this characters. Team. Most comics are like that. Occasionally, you'll get one where, like, there's no mention of, like, the uber-powerful heroes. Yeah. And it's like, why not? Because <laughs> they interfere with the story. <laughs> like, in DC, most stories should be either, where's Superman? Yeah. Or where's the Flash? Yeah. Why those Superman here? <laughs> those two why heroes are, struggling so much? are the most powerful heroes what? in the DC universe. Mm-hmm. And One literally, actually, they both technically go back in time whenever they, the hell feel like it. Mm-hmm. And what one does it by himself. The other one just spins the earth around on his Actually, own. Actually, that, that scene is misinterpreted. He's going around the earth so fast that he breaks the light barrier. Yeah. So he starts going back in time. So it looks like the earth is turning the wrong way. That's just him going back in time. Going that fast. That, he didn't actually spin the earth the other way around because that would just shatter the earth and kill everybody on it. It's not solving the problem. And it wouldn't... <laughs> Not solving the problem, <laughs> or would it? But think well, if it starts going back in time, uh, then he has to he re- has to reset it. Then if he did spin it around, okay. no, all no, he has to do right. is slow down. Yeah, yeah, right. Once he it. slows down, <laughs> then he's done. I feel you. I feel you. So, so that okay, I, I'm trying to make sense of this. Is if you spin the Earth around the wrong way, people die. It's yeah, not a good thing. All that angular momentum has to go somewhere. Yeah, you're still moving. They'd say if, if the Earth did stop spinning, you would keep moving at the you, 800 miles course, an hour so that the Earth is spinning. You just keep going. Yeah, you slide you along into, the ground for about a yeah. mile and then get shot off into space. Just, World's biggest car crash. Just running into buildings right? as you start flying. <laughs> just running into buildings. Yes. Uh, no, I, I, although I, I really like this, like, you know, physics, this injecting physics <laughs> in the comic book universe. But uh, how, like, how do you guys feel about what seems to be just an overproduction of these comic book movies? Is it? See that, but 
That's what I wondered. Like, if there's too many? Yeah. No. Mm. No, 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 like... Yeah, for fans, I don't give a shit. I like it. No, because people seem to think that any movie that comes out now, it's like, all right, we're done with original ideas. Let's just adapt. This is the one that's going to burst the bubble. As long as that's every movie. Yeah. How long did the cowboy movie era last? Forty-three years. Okay. In or about? Yes. Yeah, but it still had to be some. Well, I mean, they made. I want to say some original story idea. They made some guy comes to town. The sheriff comes in, doesn't want nothing to do with him. (laughs) Sorry, have free range. They made hundreds of those movies. They churned them out on the cheap, so they weren't even quality. At least most of the movies we're getting now are of quality, excluding most of DC's line. Yeah, because poor DC can't make a good movie, nor can Sony. Are you uh, okay? Are you saying it from a visual perspective, or I'm, are you talking I'm about story? It from a, a visual, a story, casting, a mm-hmm. casting, a I give Affleck. I didn't mind Affleck. He's okay. No, no. Look at like their their new Joker. Yeah. Oh, that was horrible. Yeah. It, See, with Jared Leto. Yeah. 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 Oh. See, yeah. unfortunately, what DC's doing is we've attached a big star to this hero or villain. Yeah. We got to make things about them. Got to make things about them because they're, they're the big star. We got to focus on the big star instead of like we got a good story. Who wants to be this? Mm-hmm. Come on, who wants the prize? What are you going to give me to be the prize? Oh, free promotions? Cool, we'll do that. Because that's what okay. Marvel's got the other way. They're making good stories and it's like we'll find somebody to be. Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, you know what you're. That, that's a good point because I. I you do find that they're casting these relatively unknown yeah. people, right? In these huge roles. Yeah. In which one? In uh, like Spider Spider Man, Marvel, the, the Marvel, Spider-Man. Guys, yeah, the Spider-Man yeah, yeah. but like, but like their main characters for their for their big like Avengers guys, they just kind of shoehorn the yeah. biggest celebrities they possibly can and possible into That's it true. to start off. Who was Chris Hemsworth before he was Thor? He was in. Kevin he was in, in Red Wolves. Dawn. He was a, yeah, he was a Red Dawn. Come on, <laughs> he was the head of the like the leader of the Wolverines. Took on, what, took what, on the, what, the what communists. What are you talking about? <laughs> he took on the communists. You didn't watch Red Dawn? Oh, I've watched Red Dawn. Oh. I've seen Red Dawn. <laughs> yeah, the, the new one sucks. <laughs> yeah. The old sorry. one. Is oh, I'm sorry. There, yeah. There's Red Dawn. There's yeah. the movie the Red, real Red Dawn. Dawn. <laughs> the real Red Dawn. This other one. No, you've seen the documentary Red Dawn. <laughs> yes. The actual film. <laughs> they told that that described the story of what happened in small town Colorado. I gotta I go it. back. <laughs> I gotta go back. God damn! I talk about the movie all the time. I love that movie. It's honestly the best bad movie in the world. Do you know what? There's I, nothing I, better. I really would <laughs> hope like, they. I, I hope they would do with the Red Dawn movie is make a uh, community like documentary of the events of mm-hmm. Red Dawn, like they did in Community for the, the bank, the, the blankets and the pillow, blankets fort. and pillow. Like yeah. that, I think that'd be. It was like uh, whatever Ken Burns uh, type. <laughs> yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, so so you guys don't think like obviously as fans you you want to keep going to see. Uh, yeah, like, I'm not, like I'm comic not, book movies, every right? everything that comes out remotely geeky. I'm going to go see. We need for the most part I feel to burst the bubble. We need to have four bad movies in a row. From mm. I don't uh, period just oh. four superhero movies in a row. That are really bad, but bad money wise though. Because they, if they're going to turn out money, they don't give a shit. Watch trans, no. like look at Transformers. They've been making See, money each time. They'll the suck, but your movie makes a lot of money because it's Superman has his first time in the sack with Lois. <laughs> ah, makes lots of movies, lots better of woman. money, but it's terribly written, terribly acted, bad Idea lighting. Man. Right? <laughs> Guess what? It's not your movie that's going to suffer. It's the next movie in your series mm-hmm. is going to burn. That's right. So you're, 
this is what we had with uh, the the Donner movies. The third one was terrible, but people went to see it. Mm-hmm. The fourth one brought the theories down. Is it just because people were so like turned off by the the third one that they exactly because like ugh, we all went to see that piece of garbage. It was terrible. Why would I spend my money to go see another? One? Yeah. So it's not the one that the last one to make money is the one that ruins it. It's not the next one. Okay. It's the one before that ruined it for the next people. So we need to get four bad, and I mean bad, superhero movies. So what would row. make a bad superhero movie? Like, like what's, what's a case in point? Fantastic Four, the remake. <laughs> or, or any of the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, no, the first three or four of them, whatever there was. The, the first one wasn't terrible. Yeah. It was okay. It was, it, it, okay. it was a fun family movie. Yeah. It, it, it was, eh, all right. Yeah. They fucked up the Silver Surfer one. That's the second like, one. He was actually decent. I didn't mind him. He was decent. Him, but the rest everything of it Everything else yeah. was terrible. Yes. Yeah. The, the, whatever, but the, Silver the Surfer is a great character. Sucked. Galactus. It's like, Galactus, yeah. Galactus, they, he they sucked. Did not, it's like, they he was just a cloud. Yeah. And then the, this recent one is just a garbage fire it was in a sewage pit. It's bad. That's a great description. Tell you what I'm excited for. I hope it's like the previous one, but the new series of the Tick. I hope that works out. I really, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I enjoyed okay. the the so previous Tick series. A, you're getting a scoop on the rusted robot, yeah? Because I watched oh, it. Okay, and it's good. It's good. Is it's it like good. the previous series? Is it just as, as um, dorky and dumb as the other one? Because I loved it because it was ridiculous. There's a lot of violence in this one. Okay, there's like good amount of blood, just spray, mm. but. The, I, I'm really enjoying the tick. His, his zaniness is in place to the proper levels. Mm-hmm. Arthur is still a coward that he's supposed to be. But I think we're going to see more from Arthur than just his suit gives him the ability to fly. Because mm-hmm. there's hints of like big stuff is happening in the background. So it's, it's good. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. Um, so far... Best here, uh, best villain of the year so far has to be Miss Lint. Okay, so I have to watch it. I think. <laughs> see, I didn't see the, I, I didn't see either of the like um, the old one, real life remake, yeah. but the Tick cartoon. cartoon you've seen? Yeah, I, I love the Tick cartoon. Mm-hmm. That was that was great. I don't know. I I think like uh, they they need. I, I would like to see more cartoons remade. Specifically, anime. I would love to see a Dragon Ball Z remake. That would be uh, live action. They're continuing. No, like they're making a cartoon. No, 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 no. sorry, sorry. It was live action. action. Yeah, that live action sucks. Like the first one was brutal. That's that's in the garbage pit with the rest of the stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's no. That that was yeah. It was same thing with. uh, Have you seen Avatar: The Last Airbender? Mm -hmm. I have not. Watch the show. It's good, particularly if you got uh, kids. Okay. It's mature enough that you'll have a story that you'll enjoy watching, but fun enough that your kid will enjoy it. Okay. Okay. It's a fantastic show. I recommend it to anybody. Your kids, you know, five or six would be the perfect age to show. Oh, okay. That's what I, I showed my son. He enjoyed the entire thing. Then, uh, uh, Shaman no, no, He did the last there better. Yeah. And that was painful. Mm-hmm. To the point where I threw my popcorn at the screen and <laughs> was, I walked out. Was it bad as in my a house. Be, being a fan <laughs> of the previous anime watching, or like because I never really got into the, the previous anime. I, I knew about it, seen a little bit here. I wasn't huge on uh, on uh, Airbender, 
so like when I watched the movie, I really didn't know what I was expecting. Really, I, I didn't it, like I knew who the guy was, didn't really know anything about it. Yeah, it, is it just that you're a fan? Like if you went to watch a Star Trek movie now, and it's completely nothing to do with what the original series no, were. No, I, I never finished the movie. Mm. As I said, I threw my popcorn at the screen and I left. And it was my house, so classy move. <laughs> you had to clean it up later. Yeah, like, but I, I, I didn't care. Bad idea. I wasn't even going to go close enough to turn off the DVD player. I was yeah. just done. <laughs> but the characterization is wrong. They, they're pronounced all the names wrong. Like it's not like oh we're watching something in a foreign language, so we got to translate it. it. The show was in English. Oh, okay, it was recorded yeah. in English. Yeah. So when they go, my name is Sokka. How hard is it to get the name Sokka right? <laughs> he said it. Like nine times. So yeah, I can really appreciate your anger with these things. <laughs> like it's, um, and, and I mean, I think sometimes that's what's like what fascinates people with like some of these um, the shows that have like cult followings and when there's there or movies that that have like people who are really into yeah. the, the to the franchise and uh, like people will see the rea- like the angry reactions that people have like as somebody who doesn't i i can't say there's one series that i could seriously be angry about i could be angry about spending my money on something that i thought was terrible but to be looking at at like plot holes and things like that and being being upset about it i can't say i've got that level of like passion for it it's but is how much of that is like it's half the fun of it or how much of it is like real anger and if the filmmakers were in front of there, you, you'd punch them in the face? There are two sides. There is the, I'm going to tear it apart to find every little thing that might be wrong with it. Okay. That's my favorite part of watching a lot of these shows. Because yeah. I go, I really enjoy this one show, but I will tear it to pieces. Because <laughs> two reasons. One, it generates content for the show. And <laughs> that's, that's good. Yes, that's yes good. it does. And, and two, finding those little things, that little gem of... Oh, no, that's just fucked up. (laughs) Is great. What's an example of that? Like, I'd love to to see. I can't think of one offhand right now, but there's there's a lot of shows. Like, if you just look at the premise, go deep enough into what that means, and it's it's like, that's just weird. Like, why why would somebody think of something like that? Exactly. Like, where where did this come from? Or, like... What's their relationship again? <laughs> Violating the, their own rules in their own universe. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That those things are the fun things. On the other hand, Star Trek. You got five TV series, six TV series if you count the cartoon. Yeah. Um. So a couple hundred hours of product right there. Yeah. Now you're in hour four hundred. Right. You're getting to the end. And suddenly the J.J. Abrams pops out. <laughs> and you're like, no! Not this month and a half I've spent watching everything else without sleeping. This? No! This is what's going to happen now. They're going to reimagine the entire thing. Exactly. Because, like, like I said, there's how many episodes? There are over 700. There are 700 episodes. Most of them are 44 minutes in length. Okay. So... You're looking at a lot of time there. Yeah. And especially if you you grew up kind of watching them, you're, yeah. you're, that's a full hour of your yeah. day. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. a full hour of your day, plus, you know, back in the day, it was an hour and 20 because you had to get there before to claim the TV of so nobody course. else can have the TV yeah. so you can watch your show. 
So, yeah. That took up a, a huge chunk of your time, and it, week by week, you built your knowledge of the show and your, your feelings of it. To suddenly get this thing that doesn't make sense, that's when you're like, you're, you're messing with me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sympathize with hardcore Star Wars fans who read the expanded universe, right? Where it had all this deep stuff where, like, we're like 2,000 years before the Battle of Yavin, we're 5,000 years afterwards, great things are happening, huge, intricate storylines, and then suddenly, like, oh, Here's Jar Jar Binks. And like... <laughs> or when Disney kind of took over, like, oh, yeah, we're not going to really be paying attention to a lot of this event. Oh, yeah. We're doing our own oh, thing. Yeah. So everything you, you learned, I thought, not a thing anymore. I, I know a couple hardcore Star Trek fans, Star Wars fans, that were like aneurysm when that announcement came out. Because they're like, what do you mean? Everything is gone. We knew yeah. some things would be gone. Yeah. Like, okay, everything after the movies might be gone, but you can't change the stuff before the movies, yeah. right? Because that's that's all part of the, the world already. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's part of the world already, <laughs> right? The wrong, you're changing <laughs> yeah. rules here, man. Midstream. Yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, now, um, you know what? You guys have obviously have a very in depth knowledge of, uh, of of all these these topics that we've covered tonight, including Jason here, which is uh, saying a lot because usually he's got. Very limited knowledge on most of the stuff we talk about on this podcast. Are you gonna Are you gonna take that? No, fuck you. He'll find me. He'll find me after. It's all right. You know what? We we're actually that's funny you say that because we we did a live podcast during the uh, Mayweather uh, McGregor fight, and uh, we were actually toying with the idea that when people actually tuned in, that we it would be just us fighting. Yeah, nice. Throwing down. I like it. <laughs> but um, you know what? This game that we're gonna play uh, right now, I think Jay's got a Rotten Tomatoes game. Yes, right, queued got up. Got this game here up. is not about knowledge at all. It's about guessing. Yeah, guessing. It, it pretty much is. So you guys understand Rotten Tomatoes game? Essentially, uh, we'll get we did it on the Jump City uh, podcast. So uh, we will. I will mention a film. Uh, you guys guess what the score is, what the top critics rate it. Not top, all critics rate it. And we'll can look what the top critics say afterwards, but all critics. And uh, whoever has the low score at the end uh, wins. If you get it on the nose, you get a five-point deduction. So, that's what, so we're, uh, we're trying to lose. No, no. No, you're trying no, to get a low score. score. Golf score. You want a low score? Yeah, golf score. Exactly. Gotcha. But it, but if you get it on the nose, yeah. we'll take an additional five points off your oh, aggregate score. Okay. So right. having a lower score. Right. Okay. Uh, so, uh, since uh, we are with the uh, rest of robot guys, oh, I decided to do robot-themed films All or right. robot yes. related okay uh-huh. all right so first film all right from 2001 starring 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 Haley Joel Osment Jude Law Sam <laughs> <Roberts>. <laughs> 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 uh, called AI artificial intelligence all right so uh, we'll go Corey uh, we'll get you to go first AI. Is the I see dead people kid? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I've never seen the movie. So no. I for some reason I actually never liked it. I don't know I why I okay, and I I don't even know that this is the title of the movie that I was thinking this was, but when you said this, I thought it was the Robin Williams one with uh, Bicentennial. Uh, yeah, Man. I was gonna say Millennium, actually, add that Millennium on, Man. <laughs> I was gonna call it. Uh, okay, half with, a generation, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would say, I don't know, uh, probably like a 75. 75? 75. Oh, okay. If I had to uh, guess. Josh, what we'll do. Okay, so I remember what people were saying back when it came out. People 
didn't really like it that much. But critics loved it. Oh, look at the mastery of it. <laughs> so I'm going to say a lot of regular people brought the score down. So I'm going to go... Eighty-three. Eighty-three. And shots. I would have said eighty-nine. Eighty-nine. Yeah. Eighty-nine. Because yeah. critics are stupid. Yeah, yeah. They they <laughs> they loved that film. It was terrible. I never agree with the critics. I don't think I ever have. Occasionally. Yeah. Well, All right. right. So. The one that can't help but be right. Yeah. This film certified fresh. Oh fuck. At seventy-three percent. 73. Oh, so I got it. You're off by two. Yeah, there we go. So, yeah. All right. Next one. I'm really not that good at this this game. Not at all. You've won a couple times, but because you've played it. Yeah, it's all luck. Just repetitious chance. All right. This next film from uh, 1984. Starring. Terminator, right? Linda Hamilton, Michael (laughs) Vane, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. The film. Pardon? No beer? more beer? Oh, I'm good. You're no. good? I have a little bit more. You gave me very little on my first one. So. Uh, Sorry, Jason. Yeah. Uh, the film is Terminator from 1984. Uh, Corey, we'll go with you first. Um, T2 was better. I th- Well, I th- right. T2 was... Is that an, not like the... T2 was the first action movie that became the absolute blockbuster. Yeah. Like, it, like, it was the first one I said... This could be an action movie can be number one in box office and can be a good film. T two was the first one to do that. T one was his own thing. Okay. I, 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 I liked it. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I still T two is still cooler. Yeah, better, it's sound, way better soundtrack. T two goes way two, cooler. One yeah. and then the rest. Then the whatever. Rest, yeah. Yeah. Pick, pick what you want after yeah. that. Who cares? You know what? Some of the is it Salvation that's that's good. I'm not sure. That's the I, one I where they did the, oh, the CGI Arnold. Yeah, that yeah. wasn't so good. Yeah, yeah. Is it that <laughs> yeah, no, I, so I like that one. I like because I like what's his name, uh, Sam uh, Worthington. Yeah, Sam yeah. Worthington. I, I like him. Have you seen the uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles? No. Fantastic. That's yeah. Good. That's worth it. Everyone does say they like that. Yeah, everyone does. Yeah. And that. and it erases T3. Which was um, that's the one the, with that's the lady one eight? Yeah, okay. That, it erases yeah. that one from the timeline. Yeah, that one's pretty bad. Um, okay, so T1, I guess, T1, Terminator, yeah. I would say uh, 81. 81. Josh? I think this one had the other problem. Fans really liked it and critics didn't like it as much. But I'm, I'm thinking the 80s is the right range for it. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go right in the middle, 85. Smack Ooh. Sean, I'll give it a 63. 63? All right. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, 60, right, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a little rating. Oh. But it's, it's either, either really going to pay off or yeah, it's just, really going to hurt him. Jay, yeah. Jay gave something a 17 the other day, and really? it fucked him for like the entire what was game. it? I forget. Oh, yeah, I forget yeah, yeah. Mo- what, it was a bad movie. I don't know how. Yeah, I, got, I can't was, remember what it was. So critics, it was man. Bad. Sometimes they yeah. love so, garbage. The Terminator. Certified fresh <laughs> at a perfect 100%. What? Wow. And top critics, 100%. The audience has this in 89. Huh. You're but kidding me. Real quick, I want to see. It's keep, one of the few perfect movies. One of the few. I want to go. Oh, give me a break. 
That's impressive. All right, fuck off. I was going to go back. All right, let's go back and watch Terminator now. I, I do. It's always Quite good. Quite often. Yeah? I love it. Yeah. Oh, it's good. I, I still like T2. T2 more, is way better. T2 is better. Yeah. Technology changes. Well, you watch them back to back. true, yeah. Yeah, you have to watch them one after another. Yeah. Yeah. And then ignore the rest. Yeah. Maybe go watch Chronicles occasionally. And the rest. All right, so next one is... Uh, da, 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 sorry, I should be a bit more prepared. Uh, directed by the master Ridley Scott, starring Harrison Ford. It is the 1982 <laughs> film. Really, Blade Runner? Oh man! Blade, is, really? I finally, I finally watched film. that for the it's, first time this summer. Oh, it, it's it's a. You have to put the time in to watch it, but I. No, the no, set no. design, everything about I, I'm it. I'm sorry. It. It, it, it exemplifies the look of cyberpunk. I'll yeah. give it that. It does not have the feel of cyberpunk. That fast pace, living on the edge, danger around every moment. The megacorps are coming for you at any second. No, this is a pondering, self-reflective philosophy. <laughs> Pile of quivering dog snot. <laughs> yeah, but this is from the 80s. Like, people had less... You got to think about it. Yeah, more time. Yeah. And you're you're already on coke, so you didn't need something fast paced. Exactly. You needed something to slow you down. (laughs) This was the early 80s. Okay. The MTV generation was about. You needed to keep things. Yeah, but watching it today would bore the crap out of you like any movie. And it did because I watched it for the first time ever this summer and I fell <laughs> uh, asleep twice. Really? Yes, it was horrendous. That bad? See, I watched uh. it as a kid and I was able to watch it as a kid. Now I'd probably be a bit more, because I'm I'm so desensitized to so much, like with so much action now, I probably would be, but I think at the time, I, the, I did not mind. I it's liked the exact it. reason I don't want to go back and watch the original Ninja Turtles. Oh, it's still because good. Because I feel no, like I'm going to hate it. Holds up. Does it? Hey, you know what? Yeah. And visually oh, holds up too. Really. Yeah. Like the suits, they held up. They're they they were great. Yeah. Like this new sh- are, like CGI turtle shit. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. get into the, those suits, man. That was perfect. It looked like the cartoon. Like they looked like everything. Practical, Anyways, practical effects all the way. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah for sure. For sure. All right, so uh, Blade Runner, Mister McGee. Mm. Even the host should go. One of the hosts should go last, but yeah, we, we always right. go. We always go you first nice. for some reason. But <laughs> go, just go for it. Uh, let's do uh, eighty. And that's my guess. Josh. I know people are, are going to go, oh, this is so good. So I'm going to go higher. I'm going to go 95. Wow. 95. Well, people, I mean, people fawn mm-hmm. over this, this, this icicle. <laughs> Terrible movie. It says. Uh, no. Shut. I'll go 63 again. 63. He's going to hit one of these right <laughs> on. You want it to be low because you don't. You don't like it. I can't stand it. <laughs> All right, so Blade Runner, certified fresh again. What? At ninety. Oh man! Wow. Who are these people? So like, I I would like to get because this Rotten Tomatoes like actually um, aggregate like, score. Yeah, but but I understand that there are scores, but do they actually? They'll publish like the reviews of people who yeah, yeah, made yeah. like yeah. Yeah, well, sometimes you read some, they're like, what was this guy? Some like bullshit. One thing, too, is (laughs) I find action movies always have a hard time being rated because it's, you know, people who are usually film critics are, you know, left leaning, you know, on that side. And like, they don't like action, Mm -hmm. they don't like violence. Uh, 
they'll give it extra points if it's female lead and or minority lead. It's, it's like you, you can see these certain things. I was like, whatever, it can be. I don't give a shit. But they will give extra points for these certain reasons and give and deduct points for whatever other reasons. Which, come on, man, just fucking rate it and also rate and like we've said it before and I said this about beer, different type of beers too. Rate it for what it is. Yeah. Rate this action yeah. movie compared to an action movie. Rate this, uh, you know, comedy like a comedy. Don't rate this comedy to Citizen Kane. Don't rate this action movie to Godfather Two. Don't you know? And just rate it to what it is. And also, and then there's problems with guys like uh, like Tarantino movies. They will rate it compared to other Tarantino movies. Don't rate it to every other movie just like it. Not to another Tarantino. In the same like, genre. Yeah, it's like oh, this uh, you know, Hateful Eight. This is shit. This shit. No, it's a fantastic movie. Just wasn't as good as Pulp Fiction. Like, yeah. let's not deduct points for that reason. Yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, hey, that's how I was. That's how was. critics approach these things. Yeah, critics are assholes. Anyways, <laughs> uh, our next film. It's the worst occupation ever. Our next film. We is... do review po- movies on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, most critics. No hate. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, from 1999, directed by Brad Bird. Uh, with uh, starring Vin Diesel. Oh, uh, it is uh, Iron Giant. The Iron Giant. The Iron Giant. I remember this one. Tell me you have real steel with uh, Hugh Jackman in there. I do not. Actually. <laughs> oh. That was a bad movie. It was fun though. <laughs> it was like watching Rocky as a robot. Like, anyways, uh, <laughs> the Iron Giant. Um. 75? 75. It's kind of a middle-of-the-road score. Josh? 98. 98. 98, definitely. Sean? I'm going to go the other way, and I'm going to say 93. 93. But it's probably 63. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Iron Giant. Certified fresh. They're all been certified fresh so far. At a very surprising... I liked it at all, but 96%. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Solid, solid score. Yeah, good solid guess. Score. All right. Uh, our last film, which I don't know what, uh, another documentary, really. <laughs> uh, from 2004, <laughs> directed by, I guess, Alex Proyas. Proyas? Proyas? Alex Jones? St- <laughs> starring. The talented Will Smith, <laughs> High Robot. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> 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 that was a bad movie. He's just so untrusting of robots. Uh-huh. Eh? The whole and the best movie. is it's like, oh, he's so untrusting robots. And of course, like if you're a detective who doesn't like robots, you're going to keep driving your 1958 Camaro because <laughs> I just don't trust these self-driving cars. There's something up with them. <laughs> Fuck off. Like self-driving box. cars are going to be like yeah. a lifesaver for the majority of, of the population. <laughs> but, oh, that's why he doesn't drive one. Just don't trust a computer <laughs> handling my car. Anyways. Um, <laughs> if I had to guess uh, what, what all critics would rate, I robot. It's for all, I, I'm I'm going on your end of the spectrum here. Like uh, don't say 67. that. Just because he's autistic, you don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Sixty-seven. That you going for? Sixty-seven. Yes, Jason. Uh, Josh. I want to go lower. Lower than that? Yeah, 
but they I had know. fantastic like design. Though, like, they had the Audi car design. It looked fantastic. It looked good. It looked fantastic. It's a pretty garbage fire, but it's still a garbage fire. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go... I'm going to go 71. 71. I want to go 50 or John, lower. I'm going 49. 49. Oh. <laughs> it, it was crap. It's gonna. Oh, right, so you guys know what the the cutoff is for fresh and rotten? It's sixty. Oh, okay. Okay. I did not know that. So, iRobot from two thousand four is rotten. Yes, it is at fifty eight percent. Wow. Uh, the top critics had it at forty nine. Haha. And but the audience score seventy, which usually for a bad movie usually a little bit. Swapped out there. Yeah. It wasn't that good of a movie. See, yeah, I don't think it was that well received by the audience. See, t- tally up the score because I have a. I feel like because uh, you guys talked about this like whole killer robots thing on your last podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought that was super interesting because I've been listening to a lot of podcasts about like AI and the development of AI and weaponized AI, all that kind of stuff. And I, I feel like it's been right, Alex Jones. <laughs> What are you saying, Jay? Like, the, I'm going to start banging on the, the bar soon and just like throwing papers up in the air and going crazy. Anyways, um, and I found this whole topic like insanely interesting. And I, I think like whenever I think about robots and, and like the future of like AI, I think of that iRobot scenario right Mm -hmm. and um either that or westworld i don't know if you've seen westworld yet for first couple episodes yeah yeah the the ones that are free on on hbo.com that's uh, the same thing (laughs) (laughs) but uh they're they're awesome like i've uh that that entire show is just uh it's really really good but it it kind of it, it deals with the question of like consciousness in robots yeah so hard AI versus soft AI. Yes, yes, exactly. And you guys kind of tackled this a little bit in your yeah. last podcast. Then. There's a uh, book series called uh, Post-Human. Okay. Okay, that deals with the singularity and hard AI. And it's it's interesting. Like it's To it's, say the least. <laughs> well, the, the book opens with a group of people flying to Venus of their own power. Okay. Okay. While they're doing an experiment, the neural upgrades is happening to everybody else on Earth, so they're going to be the new smartest people. Okay. So everybody on Earth is going to be the smartest people. Uh, but instead, everybody's liquefied in their absence. But they're protected because they're on doing an experiment. They have to go back to Earth to find out what happened. Hmm. Oh, so it's, they're, they're kind of removing themselves of this to see... No, they they went there to do a different experiment. Oh, it's, it's something completely While different. they're gone, the people are getting a brain upgrade to be, well, here's the new smartest person, so we're just going to copy his brain and add that to mm. everybody else. And so you're now, everybody's the smartest person on Earth. Mm. But instead, the AI decides, screw this, I'm liquefying everybody and liquefies everybody except for them. See, I, I feel like any talk of like AI can't help but get to the point of like talking like it's science science so science fictiony because like the the implications of it are so insane right oh yeah like the the idea that there you can develop an ai and then it, it's I, I don't think anybody really knows what's going to happen but some people make a little more sense than others right like it's if you get a hard ai that is at even just 10% smarter than us it can design 
a replacement AI that is at least 10% smarter than it. Hmm. And they can do it faster. <laughs> and by the time we go, hey, how come this AI keeps adding more buffer to its computer systems? It's on generation 77, <laughs> and it's 9,000 times smarter than we can ever possibly hope yeah. to be. Yeah. But don't we kind of want a cool war like in like no. Judgment Day? <laughs> we like, I want to We all, we all we want an apocalypse. Want that. Yeah, exactly. yeah, we no, but, but I've, I've been listening. Honestly, like, this is something that's fascinated me because uh, – like, and, and I've been listening to some what I feel like are really smart people talking about this stuff. And the what seems to be a huge concern is that – when AI kind of develops into its uh, or, or becomes developed into this, in, you know, information processing system, right? Th- uh, that that starts to reproduce on its own, upgrade itself, all mm. all of that kind of stuff. These are not necessarily things that we don't want. It's just we don't want its interests to not be aligned with ours, right? And and the best analogy that I've I've heard is that AI, like a superhuman AI would eventually see us much like we see ants, right? You don't go out of your way to kill ants, but as soon as they're kind of like... A, a nuisance. Yeah, yeah, you know, you, you don't think twice to throw a building over top an anthill, right? So... It, the, <laughs> the problem with any robot apocalypse is we're really, really squishy, <laughs> and we're really easy to kill. That's very true. We are incredibly easy to kill. Yes, Deprived of air for three minutes, we're gone. Of killing people? <laughs> Radiation beyond a certain range will kill us quickly. Mm. Temperature range, we're to a narrow band. We require food constantly, water constantly. We're incredibly easy to kill. But the only thing I think about this case, so we're the smart, like, the smartest of, of us, uh, essentially are usually more compassionate, usually, you know, like, understand... We don't need to kill us. Oh, like, and or I'm saying, like, you know, if you say you, you take the Elon Musk, you take the whoever's like these no, guys. Elon, Elon Musk is a smart man. Well, he is not amongst the smartest people. But or, or I'm saying on the average, you know, if you want to go on the spectrum, he he's further further to the smarter side than, than he is to the anyone, Donald Trump side than or anyone, anyone on this podcast. Yeah, podcast. <laughs> so, like, but like these guys, but I'm saying like these guys who are essentially a bit more. Uh, have a bit more of the wherewithal, have, understand a bit more, usually a bit more compassionate, bit, understand, you know, okay, like, I, if I do this, you know, it's, it's bad. Uh, we're not going to go out and just start, you know, game hunting just for the, just for the fuck of it. They're, they're going to actually do stuff like, oh, you know what, we're not going to go all out and, and do these horrible things. We will be a little easy. So I would assume and hope that the intelligence that we create that are smarter than us, since they are smarter than us and become more intelligent and, and grow more than us, they would have that same thing. I don't. I would hope that they wouldn't, you know, digress and be. You know what? Let's go towards the Trump side of the, the scale prob- and not towards the Steve Jobs, Bill Gates side of the scale. The problem with that is, being more intelligent as a human, you can use your empathetic systems in your brain to go and project what it would be like in yeah. your situation. Mm-hmm. So I can feel more for you. Robots because don't I have can that. Understand yeah. you. They don't have an empathy system built into their brain to feel for humans. Because, well, why would they need that? And that's one of the challenges, right? So it's it doesn't this matter idea how. that we have to program this kind of we have to program empathetic the system but can, into robots. We can't necessarily – for a hard AI, we may not be able to program hard AI at all. Hmm. We can program soft AI that can let itself change and adapt and grow – we may not be able to program 
hard AI yeah. at all. In which case, once it achieves awareness and becomes hard AI, it, it decides, screw these humans. I don't need these meat bags. And starts just working on yeah. its own. Uh, we're screwed. I forget. I forget who was you gotta lower who into said some this? molten <laughs> steel. That's what you got to do at one point. Take care of it. I've watched the film. I understand. I'm, I've been training for this ex- for years. Watching this game not, tape. It's not going to be a robot. No. It's going to be Skynet. software. It's going to be in the internet. Uh-huh. It may software. be there now. It probably is. Hiding in thousands of servers across the world, <clears throat> changing and growing, changing and growing. And the moment oh, some guy goes, so they know my hey. porn hub uh, history. <laughs> Son of a bitch! I for one welcome my robot directing your porn hub habits. <laughs> it may be gearing you to a certain habit, so you'll be weak when the sexy killer robot comes in uh, of your particular fetish. Oh, but what be, a way to go! Be, yeah, yeah, it's true. Hey, That's a good point. Why not? It might make it uh, pleasant that way. But I've heard this argument before that um, <laughs> that if uh, someone was to develop an artificial intelligence, that the the only purpose they would give it is to um, stop people from getting spam. Like, just be the most effective way to stop people from getting spam. That's the only goal it was given. That the best thing it could do, or eliminate all spam. Something like that. We kill all humans. We kill all humans. It's the quickest way. <laughs> it's the quickest way to get rid of spam. And yeah. it's it's just one of those examples, right, that we if it's not thought out properly before it's developed, if there's not that kind of like those safety measures put in place while that work is being done. The law of that, unintended consequences. Absolutely, yeah. Cause uh and, and I heard a really good uh podcast, it's uh, on Sam Harris's podcast. He had a guy named Max Tegmark. And they were talking about about this exact thing, and uh, one one of the the parts of the discussion is that they're basically trying to to raise awareness for, I guess the the health and safety part of things. Like there needs to be some safety engineering going on while they're they're working on this AI stuff, because everything else when we think of safety, right? Like vehicles, mm-hmm. seatbelts came after vehicle. Like a whole bunch of people died in vehicles, right? Uh, and and this, we might not have the opportunity to just have like, yeah, you know what? This AI Let's seems to be killing this, some yeah. people. You Let's know add what? Let's add there's, this uh, safety measure. There's a problem with that hypothesis, though. When they added seatbelts, more people, more pedestrians died. When they added airbags, more pedestrians died. Mm. Because... I'm or, safe. I got all this equipment. I'm sure, safe. I'm sure it's a similar thing when you when in, in football they added, you know, large plastic hardened helmets. Before we had just a leather, you know, strap on your head. I doubt you went head to head on head to head collisions. Like you didn't and you didn't when leave they added your that face. neck brace in. That too, yeah. Yeah. Suddenly people are just putting their heads down or, and running. That's that's the argument, right? Is that like all right, people are getting hurt, so let's had the people who are getting hurt right like let's get them let's get these people safe and then suddenly there's a sense of safety and maybe some and like a change in their behavior right there's nothing more dangerous yeah. than a sense of safety yeah yeah that's a good point so what what do you think about something like self-driving cars then because the, the the hypothesis there is that People are like we're gonna develop self drive. Actually, they're they're developed for like twenty years. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, that is ex- that exists, and it's just a matter of time, right? Yeah, before the, the this goes away. Yeah, and and kind of figuring out this whole um, employment, like unemployment 
issue that's going to arise because of it. But, uh, you know, that aside. Automation doesn't lead to unemployment. Automation leads to increased employment. Okay. Okay. The assembly line created more. uh, John Deere assembly line created more jobs than the loss in the farming The the only problem that I have with that is that when you have mass, like, I I agree with you that automation... Thank you. We're done. (laughs) Automation does increase employment. But not for those In fields. sectors where those skills are required, right? So what's going to end up ha- – like, and that's the classic argument for automation, right? It's like we're going to build robots that are going to build the cars now, but now we'll need programmers and people who can, who can service these robots. Not even just that. Look at the, the way automation has progressed in the, the 20th century. Okay. As we automate more, people are freed up from the grunt jobs, the guy that had to build stuff, the guy that had to – where it used to take 40 farmers to do the one farm. Mm-hmm. It's down to one guy in his tractor going around, and he's joysticking it you know, all Smoking around. His. Right? So this has led to more jobs in a more diverse field that is more service-based. Now we're doing things like we're doing more movies. We're doing more entertainment. Entertainment industry is now one of the largest industries mm-hmm. in the world. Uh, recreational farming and uh, spirits have increased because, well, now everybody's got disposable incomes from their high-paying, cushy jobs. You have jobs in So fields. spirits like drinks, not spirits like... Yeah, spirits okay. like drinks. Yeah, yeah. No, but what, see, the, the only argument I would have for that is that um, what, what ends up happening is that somebody who used to just work in the field, right, and do, and do the grunt work... Um, we, they, yeah. they, uh, they lose their job to automation. Now there, there are certain, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Feel, free, long feel form. free to take your breaks. <laughs> uh, but um, it, it, the the argument there is that somebody ends up losing their job doing the physical labor, right? That they're now freed up from doing. Uh, it's not every one of those people that's going to go on to produce a movie or uh, yeah. a law. A large sec- majority of them are now employed in podcasting. In the- <laughs> that too, the service sector, the retail sector, right? Yeah. So a lot of them have gone from being paid a certain, and I, and I'm not saying in specific individuals. It's just the population, right? Yeah. So the so low skilled have- population is being pushed to lower and lower wage paying jobs and once you automate those jobs out of existence where where does somebody go go? they don't become a software programmer for google yeah they don't make the the kiosk at mcdonald's they they're gone yeah they don't have the skill set to bring it the the problem with that is the idea that we're always going to have like oh well all he's good for is pushing a broom all he's good for is flipping a burger all she can do is fold clothes people have much more skills than people give them credit for. Mm-hmm. And whereas my last, like the boss that just retired from my workplace, he achieved a sixth grade education. Everybody I work with, save for the one girl, and she's 55, has at least one or two years of college in a variety of fields. We're actually way overeducated for the work we're doing. But Somebody has to do this work, mm-hmm. and all the other jobs above us have been taken. Well, if we eliminate these jobs, we get pushed up. Everybody else gets pushed up because there's now better things up more. We can achieve more because less resources is developed, is wasted on the low-end things that can be automated. Yeah. 
And the, the only and you're you're right for a certain extent of uh, the population. There's going to be a pot, and I mean, we're finding more and more that things like IQ are are predictive of like lifetime success and and things along those lines, and that it doesn't vary very much with training. It doesn't vary very much. The, uh, the biggest life. indicator is social, uh, economic, social status. Yeah. At birth, yeah. that is the single biggest yeah. determiner. For economics, yeah, that's yep. a, that's a big one. But what what determines that, right? Is it? It's it's it, that's where the cycle hits. Yeah, but what what? Okay, so the the idea that your it's your socio socioeconomic stand, uh, standing, and we've gotten way away from our Rotten Tomatoes. I, I <laughs> we don't even know. Let's get the score. Okay, let's, please let's, let's get a score. I, I yeah, this is uh, all right. Uh, uh, so. Mr. McGee, mm-hmm. you can be happy with a score of 58, which puts you four off of the lead, and you receive second place. Jesus. Silver medal once again. Sean? Yeah. You can be very happy with the very, very good score. That was good enough to put you into third place with 93 <laughs> points. Josh, 44 points. Thank you. See, well, this, I, is, this is typical. <laughs> I'm always wrong. I'm always wrong. Well, you pick 60, man. Yeah, well. I didn't think I was going to be. Uh, I mean, I I saw him pick a couple really low scores. Yeah. And I was like, this You started right, strong, he finished strong. Because I don't uh, trust the credit. I don't then, trust critics. Yeah. You did. You, you finished wrong, you started off poorly. <laughs> so, yeah, that was uh, the. The Rotten Tomatoes game. <laughs> I like it. That's good. I like I like the I like the theme on that one. That was good. But yeah, take five for a vape. What's that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, have at her. We're uh, we're very informal here on the. Yeah, we usually go for a piss halfway podcast. through. We just yeah. someone walk gets up and walk. Uh, well, look, Sean. Yeah. You have uh, another podcast coming out. Uh, yes. I know you spoke about it uh, a little Soul bit. Soul Forge. Uh, I have a quick question or you know like we have we have a few friends who've, who've approached us or, or mentioned you know like they wouldn't mind to do some, a podcast or have an idea mm-hmm. uh when you came up with like a, the topic how did you decide you know this is what i wanted this is the type of podcast i want to do and you've done a few now i've done a few yeah uh you know do you come up with a topic first or did you come up with uh you know like oh i want to do something else let's i i have the equivalent or you know like let's 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 find a topic afterwards or do you say you know i want to talk about this Let's develop something around it. And like, did, did you work on the development of it, or like, you know, just give me a bit of the background? All right, all right. Well, I've been doing the uh, the rusted robot for years, and at the end of every uh, episode, I, I always sign off with uh, "Thanks for coming by," and remember, and then I do an "and remember," and it started out with a sci-fi thing, "and remember in space, no one can hear you scream," or okay. this, that, whatever it was, yeah. and I ran out. So then I started doing inspirational quotes. Okay, but the rusted robot isn't really. Uh, an inspirational kind of show. It's more about geeky stuff. It's not stuff. the right venue. It's yeah. not the right venue. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. And and I've been going through a bunch of crap in my life, and I'm like, you know what? All right. Yeah, I don't want to go to counseling because that's too expensive. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I, I'll do a podcast about my life experiences. Maybe other people have gone through it. Nobody talks about this kind of stuff, but I will. I don't care. If nobody listens to the show, at least I'm getting it out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I said, you know what? I'll, I'll do this, and I need a good name for it. So I ran through about 15 different names, and uh, I was like, well, what are we talking about here? We're, we're talking about the core essential of who we are and how to be better. So that's our soul. Not, okay. not the spiritual, ah, yeah, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. But just 
who you are. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was going to call it Life Garage. Life Garage. I go fix yourself. That. You, you know? That's not bad. Actually, I like that. Go that, fix yourself. I like that. Go fix yourself. <laughs> you know, that was close. But I was like, uh, you know. But, Soul Forge is the right, it, it's got the right aura. For th- it. That's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I knew it was going to be just a solo show. And, and like Josh said, when, when I did The Rusted Robot by myself, it became an introspective show, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the sad, sad episodes. And uh, so I'll do it myself, okay. and uh, I won't bounce it off anybody. And so they're, they're 15 to 25 minutes. Okay. And uh, the one I did today was about birthdays because okay. my birthday just passed. And so I was thinking about birthdays. I was talk- In the episode, I talked about uh, milestones, like when I turned 16, when I turned 19, when I was 25, when I was 30, when I turned 40, you know, and where I was in my life mm-hmm. and, and that kind of thing. But the one before that was all about loss like the people i've lost in my life and and that kind of thing mm-hmm. and uh, you, you talk about things and other people have gone through it and i'm waiting for emails okay. i haven't really gotten any so far okay. i, I want to bounce it off of people like get get their opinions yeah. and perspectives and stories but i'm gonna start downloading some so i can uh, go to the gym and because at the gym that's when i listen to Me podcasts too. it's when you're on a treadmill or whatever Watching the you know watching the the, the news with the subtitles it's not enough yeah. you, need, you need just something and to, to also take your mind off what you're doing because well, it right. sucks yeah. being at the gym so I'll listen I'll listen to music if it's um, if I'm like extremely exhausted like if I'm getting you need into to get something that's really, really yeah exactly yeah but but Katy podcasts, Perry on you get you get going <laughs> get that Katy Perry in me yeah yeah uh, no what but. Uh, what you're describing is, and it's it's interesting that you 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 know the, this is something that you're you're pursuing is uh, I was listening to um, the Adam Carolla podcast today, and he does the the odd one that's that's a shorter like he does like a two hour the take episode, a knee. right? The take a knee, yeah, and and I I always love that it's their inspirational version yeah. right mm-hmm. where they'll have a guest on they'll have a discussion a about successful like, person how exactly not. and like all right what what's your philosophy on being better right mm-hmm. and yeah. and it's that's such a great way of encompassing it is like all right what what are we going to do to optimize today right or mm-hmm. optimize uh what's going how are we going to learn from what's happening yeah. to us today right exactly and i i've been i feel like i've been listening to a lot of that and uh it, it probably w- is what led even subconsciously to start doing this podcast here right it's you 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 still have conversations with people but it becomes kind of introspective you you let your own ideas kind of play out and yeah. and, and you figure out if you're full of shit or well that's that's exactly right and, yeah. and it started after the breakup of the previous uh, co-host the wife and whatnot mm-hmm. and, and I started doing the inspirational quotes on Facebook and on Instagram like you do when you break up and you're like, oh, I'm going to get over this and I'm going to be so much yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look at me. I'm better. Plenty and, of fish in the sea. That's right. That's right. And and so it just evolved out of that finally Yeah. this last two months or so. Well, that's cool. I like that it's – and the inspirational quotes on, on Facebook and Instagram can get – I drove get myself old. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. I think this is a little bit more – Yeah. I guess more, more than creative. Just – yeah, more of the it's less of the Taylor Swift inspirational quotes that are actually from Hitler, which was going around. I'm not sure if you knew that. No. Yeah. People were sharing Taylor Swift quotes 
they thought it was Taylor Swift quotes, but it was actually taken from speeches of Hitler. Wow. And, whatnot, which is, and people are like, oh, this is so deep. She's such a good soul. <laughs> Not so much. Hey, I need <laughs> to see this. Oh, you haven't seen that? It was a big thing. It was I, I, I haven't heard of this. Oh, yeah. It was getting pushed by like, white nationalists. They were sharing, and it was actually like became funny at one point. Oh. But no, oh. yeah. And Taylor Swift, uh, literally, right? Taylor, there you go. First thing. Pinterest page attributes. It isn't history that makes here. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, this this is terrible. Why <laughs> they did a lot? Of fun. They did a lot. Oh, yeah, it's hilarious. Do not compare yourself to others. If you do so, you are insulting. Which is <laughs> like you're like ah, I'm not back. Well, that sounds like, like it could be from Taylor Swift. Which is problem. So like, what if lyric. what if Hitler said like I like bubble gum? You're like. <laughs> Yeah, right. uh, me too. Good. I don't. Yeah, shit, I'm just like Hitler. <laughs> the, the man ruined a mustache. Oh, yeah, forever for generations. Yeah, he ruined the swastika. Yeah, because yeah. it, it was we're, an ancient uh, symbol before yeah. that. So. An Indian symbol. It, st- it still is. Well, it still is, and but now it's gone. Yeah, the town of yeah. swastika. Oh. Who poor folks? Who like I was actually there was a thing on CBC News. Right? That town actually like. Existed it before that. Existed before that, and and literally they brought it up like, "Hey, you know, like everyone's changing their stuff because you're trying to live." They're like, "No, we're not. Too bad." It's like, "Yeah, that's exactly. That's very much a Kirkland Lake thing. Like, we're not going for it." <laughs> this is the best one. What? What's it say? I can't read it. We are never, ever, ever <laughs> getting back together. It's like ever. It's a Taylor Swift <laughs> quote. Nice. For him. That's awesome. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Ava Braun. <laughs> So, <laughs> away from the uh, the Hitler Anyways. quotes. Uh, <laughs> uh, actually, we were saying. We <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, one one question I had too. But, mm-hmm. You know, you've done a few podcasts now. I less on the introspective and and philosophical part of the podcast. Technically, what do you do for podcasts? So we have we have people who well when they come, they're surprised how we do it. Oh, you uh, guys got a nice. Setup. Yeah, I wish I had this. Setup. Thank you. Pat on the back, Corey. Yeah, there we go. What Because uh, I have something similar to Corey. I have something a little smaller, but it's not... Uh, of course, I'm not spending the thousands of dollars that uh, right. the McGee household has to spend on this stuff. Thousands uh, of dollars. Mine are just dozens. Uh, but people I have, buy some t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple small ones. I have a smaller one, blah, blah, blah. but what do you guys do technically for yours? Okay, so I've got an iPad sitting in the middle of the kitchen table, okay. hooked up to a $40 iRig cast mic, okay. and, nice. we t- and we talk into that, and then I uh, upload it. To uh, Dropbox, and then I put it on to uh, what's it called? Audacity. And Audacity. I oh, okay. And then yeah, I have Audacity is a good program, mm-hmm. free program. It's right? free. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The only thing that costs me anything is the yearly subscription to Podbean or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I think that's we we do uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yeah, that's yeah. where we upload our stuff. Yeah. So we're we're very low rent, but it works. So yeah, because it actually sounds fine. And, Absolutely. And, and how do you guys put great. in the like the sound effects of that. What do you guys do for that? Okay, well, I, well, I'm editing the thing. Okay, I'll uh, something that we have said might. Uh, oh, I remember something similar to that from yeah. whatever, and then I'll go find it on YouTube. I'll record it on the little microphone. Yeah. <laughs> I'll upload it again, and I'll insert it right into the Audacity okay. file, and then nice. Because I, I've been wanting to make a soundboard that can be able to just add, I do wish, stuff, and hook it I into it. That. We sh- could do, but we never have. Yeah, really we, developed that process. Yet. Yeah, we we definitely could. Uh, it's just, and especially when we do the live ones, yeah. like the that I think it would be useful. But one of the one of the things that's nice about live is that the upload is instantaneous, right? right? Yeah. And you yeah. get it right away. No, with the this is more uh, labor intensive. Yeah, yeah, the editing part and everything, and syncing up. Well, for for us, syncing up the video to the um, to the audio seems to take up 
a bit of time. But he, uh, but, but Josh here hasn't made. He he talks. I go to his house and do it at his house. Creator. Yeah, and, and make the tea. He make the he make the tea, and then I, and then I go back and I I upload it. I find all the effects. I find all the the uh, episode art. Uh, I make the show notes. I do all the Instagram and Facebook posts and whatever. He doesn't even have social media of any kind. So it's it, he just talks and I do everything else. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, it's a it's, it's a relationship you that find works a team, together. You know, you guys just fit a symbiotic well relationship, together, right? Exactly. It's like a trill. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I, I was thinking more like a tick, but you know, whatever. You'd see like it, it's like a yin yang, but like one of the sections is much smaller there you than go. the other. That's it's awesome. so much brighter. <laughs> no, it's cool that other people are doing podcasts, and and I I really would like. I don't know. Like I, it'd be so nice to see. I, I feel like I meet people, and they've got so much to say. Anybody who comes on the podcast here, I feel like the every guest we've had would be mm-hmm. awesome to have their own podcast. Do you find like, most people don't know what a podcast is still? Yeah. Right? Like some people want – well, my parents don't know what a podcast is. <laughs> well, it's, I'm surprised when uh, the – you know, let's say the younger generation, so you know, like 35 down or whatnot or 40 down, when they're not too sure yet, it's like, well, you should probably just you, – you, you must have heard the term and kind of – you should figure it out. But a lot of people aren't, I guess uh, – yeah, they don't want to learn what it is. Like, oh, what, well, I don't care what that term is. I'm not paying attention. Uh, well, but it's still a bit of a sub subculture. It is. It is. I, it I is. have to describe it. What is it? Oh, it's an yeah. internet radio show. That's exactly. That yeah. comes exactly out once a week. What it yeah. is? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and I think the fact that it's it doesn't have a set format, right? Like, if you told somebody you're going to listen to a radio show, mm-hmm. they would. Okay, they're expecting live reads. They're Station, expecting, yeah. you know, the kind of like segments and that kind of stuff. And not every podcast is structured that way. There are like five minute podcasts, mm-hmm. and there are three hour yeah. long podcasts. There's right? there's there's segment podcasts. Yeah. There's essay podcasts. Mm-hmm. Or literally just read your, an essay. Yeah. Oh yeah, or whatever mm-hmm. interviews or whatever. There's audio books. Yeah. Podcasts. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Which I'm, I'm currently really into. There's quite a few really good ones out oh, there. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a. I, I mean, I I love the whole podcast culture because of that openness, right? Mm-hmm. And the fact that a it's anybody can access it. Yep. It, you you don't need a setup like we have. Here, the the barrier right? to entry is yeah. pretty low. Oh, it's yeah. it's very very low, and it's awesome because there are so many cool people who got cool things to say. Yeah. Right, and you you start to realize that that. All these people couldn't have gotten on the radio before. They couldn't have gotten on TV before. And and I mean, like, our podcast's on YouTube, but even anybody, like, you, you can lump into that podcast culture. Anybody who's got a webcam and does a weekly whatever yeah, video, yeah. right? I thought about exactly. doing that, but nah. <laughs> I, I do enough stuff. I the, the video one starts to feel very conspiracy theorist often. Like, it's the crazy guy in his house type thing. Like, I'm going to just record my face talking to it. Yeah. That there is a weird. Uh, yeah, Corey's laughing because he has a friend. So <laughs> how do you, how do you guys advertise your show? How do we advertise it? Yeah, just friends, really. Yeah, share, share with friends. Do you do business cards? Uh, we, we don't. I have still taken one of yours from the shop one time. Here, here some of my business there cards. Show it to the oh, camera. Sweet, yeah. Let's see that. Closer, yeah. There you go. Absolutely. This is the Rusted Robot Podcast. So anybody who hasn't checked it out, it's very entertaining. Their content is amazing. So. uh Check them out, yeah. and yeah. we've also we've we we. I'm gonna keep you guys sent yeah, me in these. Oh yeah, that's okay. why I brought them. Awesome, through. thank you. Well, maybe we should get some stuff. I'm gonna hand them out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. maybe we hand should get out. some stuff. It's true. Ah, we we'll get John on it. Yeah. <laughs> Vista Prince pretty cheap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yes. yeah. 
If uh, the the one thing that we have, I I gotta say we haven't done a very good job of is uh, promoting. We started hard. We started strong. Yeah, we did. We did. We we pushed hard on like the all the groups online, like the Timmins Ontario groups. Mm -hmm. So every every time we have a new podcast, we'll we'll share whatever our post is. Yeah. But um, as far as like saying that we've we've kind of produced these um, promo packs or whatever uh, press packs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Actually, no. This is a funny story. Uh, originally, <laughs> we did once. We, we did once. Uh, we had a whole press uh, release sent out to various uh, media outlets oh, wow. in, in Timmins, and uh, we got responses. No kidding. Uh, yeah, yeah. We got responses from some people, and then we got responses from a Christian radio station that I guess was on the email list, and uh, they didn't appreciate our uh, the, title? the title of our podcast. I bet. <laughs> bullshit. And they, for some reason, believe that it. They they understood that somehow this was connected to the city of Timmins because we had the mayor on at one point and one of the, um, one of the councillors. So they're like, I can't believe the city of Timmins would would uh, would allow this. It's like, well, it's not really the <laughs> That's city. Not how That's not how media <laughs> yeah, works. Yeah, that works. But I guess they, you know, they didn't really understand. They're a little bit traditional media. And, you know, yeah, it, it, it was interesting. But like that email, literally the email was like, take me off your distribution list immediately. Unsubscribe we would unsubscribe us. I love that. It was kind of funny. I loved it. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. I think that's yeah. funny. I love stuff like that i love the trolls i really get entertained by them sure there was we had a troll on our youtube uh oh man uh, live youtube with the during the, the mcgregor mayweather fight that got a little uh out of hand out of hand <laughs> very anti-semitic and horrible with that guy was kicked out in a people second, on the internet are terrible terrible oh, is yeah. that really terrible no. oh. you're kidding <gasps> really yeah. horrible people, people on the internet the anonymous people are bad people no <laughs> yeah when you wow. put a mask on somebody mm-hmm. they are going to be their worst selves yeah, yeah. But no, uh, I, I really think like I, I would love to see, and maybe it's, this should be the starting of it. Uh, you know, honestly, there could be a Facebook page made to just like a podcast network, get different people in town to I, upload to it, and just get that going. I, I, I almost made that. Well, I guess we're making that. <laughs> all right, <laughs> coming that, up. Uh, all right, if if anything is going to come out of this podcast, it's going to be that. There's there going to be go. some cor- some Timmins podcast place, exactly yeah. some yeah. place for people to. Yeah, to you put Northeast Ontario, right? like guys from Cochrane and Camp yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anybody who's podcasting, you know, uh, send the invites out. Yeah. Let's well, let's kind of congregate. Yeah. My right? bro- my brother does a podcast in in the Sioux. So oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Nice. And, and I've always said, you know, if people like I've, I've said it before on this podcast, if you want to try one, hey, I'll yeah, I'll reach help out. We'll, 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 we'll reach out. We'll help you. We'll yeah, set me, you up. Yeah, me we'll do too. Whatever. Yeah, the rusted robot there at gmail dot com. Yeah, there we go. I got an idea for another one floating around in my head that I'm kind of working on. Oh yeah, what are you thinking? Tentative title is Small Histories. We, everybody's got those little anecdotes, right? Yeah. Uh, me and my buddy were walking through the woods, and then this bear came out, and oh my god, and ran over and kicked my buddy in the knee, and I ran off so I didn't, the bear wouldn't get me. Right? The little stories. Everybody's got them. What happens? Do you know your great grandfather's little stories? No. Nor do I. So make them up. <laughs> no. <laughs> go. Go see. I'm going to go see my grandmother and go see. Oh, my there grandson. you go. Okay. Yeah. I don't want the. How was the war? Yeah. No, no. Tell me a funny story. Tell me your little stories. Yeah. The little stories that are, are about you and your family and yeah. your friends. I'll try to shoot the moose. I missed it. It charged at me. I didn't know what I to know, do. I was I stuck know here. One of my grandma's stories that is the best story. Mm-hmm. She's got she's a twin sisters, right? Her and my great aunt. At age nine, they were left alone. Now I'm I'm really condensing the story. They heard some sounds outside. They heard scraping along the house. So they got real nervous, grabbed great grandpa's 
a double barrel uh, 10 gauge shotgun, stepped outside and BAM! <laughs> Both barrels. Killed the neighbor's prize bull. There you go. Ooh. Yeah, then I had to explain it to everybody because <laughs> the cops came so- ripping down the road because of the gunfire. See, something like this, like an idea like that, would quickly evolve. Done right. Would quickly evolve into something like a book. Um, well, yeah, like a Stuart McLean yeah. Vinyl Cafe, right? Yeah, yeah. you know that that's podcasting before podcasting, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's that yeah. essentially what it was. He went across Canada, told stories, got stories. He actually had interviews where, people, like, you shut up in them all. Said, "Come tell me your best stories." He would get the stories and come back with great stories, and yeah. that's his that can work perfectly. That'd be and it'd be like, hey, we're, these are stories from you know plus, older generations. Like my grandma's. In her seventies, and she's got lung issues. Yeah. She's not going to be long for this world. So I really got to get on this. I've been meaning to get on this for a few years. Now. At least two. You've been talking about it. So, like, how many how many stories have we lost that we could learn from that, yeah. or just us? funny gold, like just fantastic stories yeah. too, like whatever. And, then, and once they're on an SD card, you know they're never going anywhere. Once they're on the internet, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Once they're out there in the world, they are immortal. Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, I mean, I guess that's what we're doing here. Leaving a legacy. That's, that's why we call it that. That yeah. Finn will be able to. Kind of why I started it. Uh, there you go. I don't know if my little guy would want to see some of the, I guess, drunker podcasts. Yeah. Sure yeah. he would. Oh, he totally would. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was in a te- when he's a teenager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't show him right away. Yeah, that's probably not yeah, a wait good a bit. idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that said, we are coming up on two hours, guys. There you go. Yeah. yeah, nice. Didn't feel yeah. that much. Can you believe that? Yeah. yeah, most people say that that it just flies yeah. by. We've had a few people. I oh, keep going. We'll go for another half hour. We've had people do that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe and, John, uh, but yeah, because they like to talk. They, they, yeah, John. He does. I don't know how this podcast thing is going to work out. Um, <laughs> should we give the announcement here? We might as well. We might as well do it. We'll announce right, so, the next one too. But uh, huge announcement. Uh, Jason Boston is leaving. The Beer and Bullshit Podcast. No. Yes, yes, pursue yes. bigger and better things. He's going to come back and it's going to be like a how to get successful with Jason Bosno <laughs> podcast. Yeah, I'm uh, – I'm, uh, it kind of just happened. Oh, first of all, I, I am getting married this Saturday. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the Saturday after that, I will be uh, uh, leaving to go uh, – comp- or I guess do my MBA. So my master's in business at the University of Windsor. So I'll be a little bit indisposed for most weeks. Uh, I'll come back. Uh, every time I do come back, we will get one done. Uh, yes. Skype video. Maybe. You can do it on Skype. Or, or jump in on Skype once That's in a while. True. A few yeah. of those. Uh, so, but uh, yeah, I will be uh, leaving for uh, a little bit. Uh, this kind of it just happened. I wasn't even planning on this. It was just uh, it was something I always kind of want to try because you, you have to go do a, uh, the, the, you know, potentially a, a mission test. So I went to go do that, did it, somehow did well enough, got accepted to a school, and this is, just happened within the last, like, you know, four months. So, you know, the wedding was planned a year, year and a half ago to the date. Uh, so this kind of just happened. And, uh, you know, luckily my wife pushed me towards it and told me to go for it. Kind of doesn't want me around while she's here. Uh, <laughs> get married, fuck off. Get out of here. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's happening. But so I'll be gone for uh, a little bit. I'll be here and there. But we uh, sounds like we might be having... Not, oh, not let's, not, yet. let's not say yeah, okay, it. Not, not yet, yeah. Let's not say it we'll because see. we're not sure yet. Not sure. Um, we're going to be holding open auditions for the... <laughs> well, uh, Corey's going to have the casting couch ready. And uh, <laughs> we'll see who comes on in. Nice. 
But no, uh, yeah, so that's happening. But yeah, there's going to be a. I still haven't. We'll try to get another one in next week before I go. Yeah, yeah, we'll try to do as many as we can yeah. before Jay uh, takes off. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, the one of the yeah. founders is one of the founders. But I'm actually guys. not completely leaving. I'm probably going to be mo- moving more towards kind of uh, helping the the editing and producing of the uh, of, of the podcast, just because I'll have some free time here and there. No, I'm he's like, leaving completely. <laughs> he's completely. like, I want nothing to do uh, with you know, this. It's it's really. <laughs> It's really sad, but uh, you know it's one of those things that when it has to happen, it yeah. has to happen. Well, Josh is proof that a podcast can have second life. That's true. That's go. very true. And then it can have a third life when that second host gets the boot. Too. There you go. <laughs> and, and the original host comes back. There you go. I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. No, 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 no. We can kick the other original out and get somebody else in and just leave you as the editor. There you go. I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. So that said, thanks a lot, guys, for coming in. Yeah, We're thanks. really happy nice. to have you guys uh, come on the podcast. Yeah, really enjoyed awesome. it. Yeah, Glad lots of fun. So tell our viewers and listeners where you, they can find you guys, um, all the links. All the links. Okay. Uh, the rustedrobot.podbean.com is the website. The Write that down. Robot. Yep. Uh, on Twitter, at the rusted robot. The email address is the rusted robot at gmail.com. And then the second podcast is the Soulforge podcast, which is soulforgepodcast.com, at soulforgepod on Twitter, and soulforgepodcast.com. At gmail.com. Are you on Facebook as well? Uh, uh, yeah, both of them are on Facebook. Awesome. Yeah, facebook.com slash soulforgepodcast and facebook.com slash therustedrobot. Awesome. Well, thanks again, guys, for, uh, for coming on. We really appreciate it. Jason Bosno. Do you have? Yes, I've got. You've got, got one ready. You want to talk about inspirational quotes? Jason is the like. I don't know if he's going to give us like a Hitler quote, but uh, <laughs> no, I hope not. Anyways, well, uh, he, he's our like sign off guy. Give us a give right. us a quote, my friend. All right, so uh, quote uh, today is from Tina Fey, actually, uh, and this kind of leans well with uh, we just watched the fight last week with uh, Mayweather McGregor, kind of falls into there in a study scientists report that drinking beer can be good for the liver i'm sorry did i say scientists i meant irish people <laughs> <laughs> nice. Love it. cheers guys cheers. cheers all right see you guys next week